you can do it. Come One on, computer. Degrees. There we go. Yes, yes. Use your big muscles, Jeff. Put that mustache to work. I'm so strong. You see that? I was counting to a thousand. You should have put it between your biceps. <laughs> use that neck. I should have ripped it off of his teeth. Use your, use your neck. Man neck. Man neck. Man neck. We got to get Kendra a fake beard or fake mustache when she's on here because now she's she's the odd girl out. I know, right? Yeah. By the way, for all of you wondering, we are live. We are yeah. live. Right on. Is that better? This is episode. There, there you go. <laughs> looks like a one of the. It looks like a Mortal Kombat mask. <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> this is episode eighty-four of Snakes and Stogies, which is brought to you by the people right below me. What's up? The the best stash around. And Kendra. Gendra. Gendra. <laughs> The Gendra would say, like, uh, yeah. Someone, Amanda Jones said she'll get you a beard. Okay. Okay. The Dustin Gran is Gran is here. Miguel's here. Andy Middleton's here. Yeah. All right. Jennifer yeah. Strickland's here. Mike Kosicki. Mike Kosicki was here at eight thirty-seven. I don't know if he's still here Ooh, or not. That is early. He says he set his alarm for three a.m. Tuesday for work. <laughs> nice. That sucks. True, true patriot of the show. Ah, so, the Snakes and Stogies is brought to you by the fine people at Puget Sound Pythons who happen to be on our show tonight in the flesh. Mustaches and Their triumphant return. <laughs> yes. We are also joined by a very special guest, the one and only Crotalus Cowboy. Mr. Derek. Cowboy. Yippee ki motherfuckers. <laughs> so subtle. So subtle. What are you smoking upon? You're talking to me? Yes. I don't know if anybody else is smoking anything. I don't know. Oh, who didn't put their phone on silent? Oh, oh shit. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, Steve Poole and Billy Jones. Welcome to the show. Doing a, a another Crown Heads Lomperiosa Double Robusto. Nice. I really like. First half is fantastic, but I noticed when I smoked one the other night, like the second half, it, it went right. south. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen again. So. Okay. Gendra has arrived. That's definitely going on a T-shirt, by the way. Oh yeah, Team, oh, team Gendra. <laughs> I love it. Well, we, uh, so tonight. We got a I bunch of actually, new stuff coming in at work, so I'm trying. I'm trying all the new stuff. Nice, that's, that's good. To. That's good. I uh, Alan Stevens here. This. Alan yeah. Stevens is here. Ooh, celebrity. And oh, there it is. It's there his it birthday is. today. Yeah. Nice. Happy birthday, Alan. Oh, I forgot about that. Anna Maria is also watching. She says hola. 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 Um, Anna Maria actually got me this shirt. Huh. I was saving it to show everyone. I break my chair. It's a scientific uh, scientific drawing nice. of a Mojave nice. rattlesnake. That's awesome. That is nice. cool. That's a cool looking ball python boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what morph is, is that? that? A yellow belly. That's a nice looking ball python boy. Oh, fat lily. So uh, back to tobacco, real quick. Um, 
I'm smoking a cigar that I'd never heard of. I've never heard of the brand. I'd never heard of the the model or anything. It was given to me by a friend, and it's um, it's the Sereno Cigar Company, and uh, it's called the Expat. Hmm. And I've had some of the Sereno stuff. It's not bad. It's a Nicaraguan blend. I actually have the the card it came with is uh, the filler is Criollo ninety eight. It's a bunch of different 98. It's got an Esteli 98 in there. Blah, blah, blah. Dark chocolate, molasses, hazelnut, whatever. But Criollo is looks, really good stuff, man. It looks good. Smokiness. It smells good. But what I thought was very interesting is I'd never seen a cigar do that before. Is what, there an open for foot? That? Yeah, open foot. Is that what that's called? Like there's no wrapper on it? It's there's just no wrapper on the yeah. binder? That's weird. Yeah, it's open foot. Or it's got a double wrapper on it, and that's like a Connecticut underneath whatever the the outside leaf is. Okay. Johnny Bear? Yeah. So that's what's going to be indulged tonight. Is anyone else smoking anything this evening? No. Not I, sir. Is anyone imbibing any adult beverages? Oh, yeah. Cheers. Oh, there you go. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey. There we go. Vices all around. Key lime pie bang. Bang it out. It's actually, you know, I was on the fence about it at first, but now it's like one of the best flavors, I think. So. Ooh, nice. Key lime pie. I know. It doesn't sound it's like the, the the cucumber lime Gatorade. It sounds horrible, but it's actually stupid good. Like the key okay. the, the cucumber lime Gatorade is literally the best flavor. It does. It slaps. It's stupid good. I don't even like cucumber. <laughs> but I will drink a gallon of that stuff. So, what's new, Derek? Derek. Uh, yeah, Ophriak is that? Pull it there. out. Grab it with your hands. Yes. If you're a real venomous keeper. You'll just grab it. I'll just pull it out while I hold my bourbon in my other hand. Yeah. Move Come on. Um. Uh. Yeah. As far as what's new, not a whole lot. Um, I am excited about some things coming up that I am collaborating with the Reptile Preservation Institute about. So make sure everyone is keeping their eyes out for some new, cool, exciting things coming out of RPI. Um, and since I'm talking about RPI, of course, I've got to mention the Reptile Preservation Party coming up the Thursday before Daytona. Super excited about that. I believe everyone here will be there in attendance, correct? Oh, yeah. Very much so. That's awesome. I'm so excited. And Jake. Jake will be there too. Jake is driving with me. Even Jake better. Down, so. Even better. So anyone else who's watching who's still on the fence, get your tickets now. Um, if you don't get your ticket ahead of time, you might not get a plate of food. So come on now. Um, it's going to be a really good barbecue. I know Cody ranted about that last week for longer than he should have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now that but, barbecue um, was good. I, yeah. I, it was when they did Southeast Carver Fest, it was uh, it was, it was pretty good. damn tasty. It didn't last long either. Not I mean, at it was all. Gone. It was gone. It was gone real quick. So yeah, yeah. But um, other than that, yeah, no. Just working on some really cool projects with RPI that I'm excited about. Um, stepped away from the Rattlesnake Conservancy for the time being. Uh, just some really crazy things going on in my life right now. Um, but other than that, taking care of some awesome snakes here at the house. Ever growing my collection as everyone else probably is. Um, but yeah, that's my life right now. Is this your first time keeping a le- like I don't want to say a legit collection, but uh, your, your own venomous collection? At home? An extensive collection. Yes. 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 It is. I've been working venomous with, with venomous reptiles since 2017, which is when I started keeping reptiles in general. 
Um, but this year is when I actually started keeping my own personal collection. So I'm super excited about it. Excellent. Yeah. And for the upcoming issue of Pediculture Magazine, which I am aiming to have done by the end of this week, uh, the feature article is from Derek about Ophriacus smaragdinus, uh, yeah. which is the emerald horn viper. Is that correct? Common yes. name for it? Yes, emerald horn pit viper. Yes, which is really awesome species that's that's quickly become sort of one of my favorites. And if I was keeping exotic venomous, that would definitely be at the top of the list up there with Atheris and all the other stuff, just because it's kind of fits my 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 obsession with small arboreal stuff. So yep. it's pretty cool. Yeah, they're awesome. I know I you actually know. did a Derek, did you get my, my message about uh, uh, babies and stuff? Uh, if I did, I probably glanced right over it by accident. Wow. We do that to fill all the time. I, you. I know. You owe me a reply. It's cool. I it's do. Cool. I got you. I got you. You got it. <laughs> <sighs> trying to get on that list, guys. Just trying to get on that list. You know what I'm hey, saying? I'm, I'm just trying to get on that list. <laughs> Look, I've got an adult female right now that I'm super excited about. But as I will mention in the article, hopefully everyone gets to see really soon. Uh, they're not something that pops up super often here in the States as far as available to private collections. So I'm hoping and keeping my fingers crossed that in the future, since RPI has a wonderful collection of Emerald Horn Pit Vipers, I can get a couple on breeding loan or send my female over to them. So. Well, it's interesting because that's a, that's a fairly, I mean, in terms, of, I guess, like the span of time and species, like those are fairly new to, to us. Yeah, they were first described in... 2015 so we really don't know much about them at all other than the habitat they occupy and herp mx did a really cool um, article on not uh, the emerald horn pit viper but another species in the genus ophriacus and uh, they have a really unique neurotoxin which is super super cool and not seen in any other species you'd have to look it up on their website for all the full details but they're incredible and we know next to nothing about them i mean do we know like there's the there's a seems like there's a lot of people that have them for being so new. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which is, I, I think is pretty interesting. Um, but I mean, yeah. do we know is like how toxicity wise, like how how hard, like where do they rank? How hot are they? I mean, I don't think it's uh, going to be a snake that kills me. I've got a bite protocol for them. Um, and like you said, it's interesting because I've seen quite a few of them pop up in the like Facebook venomous groups lately, mm -hmm. which you know they're endemic to Mexico and as we all know right. you know nothing's coming out of Mexico so it's all very interesting to say the least um, but they're not something at least the um, the ovaries that I have aren't super and RPI has aren't super toxic um, but yeah I don't know I just I, no, I want to get my so cool. more they're absolutely amazing I'm trying to see I guess I can tease the, the next cover maybe yeah. if we're down for it Hell yeah. Do it. Figure out which one me and Billy agreed upon. So I actually messaged him after you sent me the potential cover photo and bought a print to put up in the Venomous room. Nice. Up yeah. the cover? Uh, not the cover, just whatever. Uh, I think he posted one um, on his Etsy account. It was like, oh, this one's available. So I was like, all right. Oh, oh, oh yeah, Zach. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we ended up doing a... So there was a, a photographer down in, I believe he's in Mexico, Veracruz, maybe. Oh, cool. Um, and he had this shot because 
typically I'll just go on Instagram and ha- look look up the hashtag of that species and see what professional photos pop up oh, and then nice. message that photographer and say, Hey, we have this feature coming up in this article, you know, mm-hmm. do you, you know, are you interested in, uh, Oh, that's nice. awesome. Yeah. That so yeah. Great. Yeah, interest- font. I love interested in, in letting us use it. And this guy was, kind enough to do it so that's cool man i um apparently after talking to some keepers in mexico they're really commonly kept down Mm -hmm. there which i'm like i just i I just need a couple more please yeah so i'm excited to to get this one cranked out and done heck yeah it's hard to believe we're going on 22 issues deep already time flies I'm super weird and like secretive about the covers most of the time. So <laughs> for me to to me to me to share it early is a pretty big deal. Well, oh, I mean, this is a special on. this is a special episode. I mean, we have our sponsors on. We have a, a key article, the, the lead article. The, what do they call it? Main article? I don't even fucking know. Feature. This is feature article. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. All those synonyms. <laughs> so, but uh, it looks great. Yeah, I just I want to like I like covering venomous stuff too i know everyone you know a lot of people may not end up ever keeping any of it but it's still really interesting to read and you know especially those being so new and sort of the natural history mm-hmm. and stuff behind them you know it's an interesting uh interesting group but well we can't sure. even keep venomous so we'd love reading that stuff live vicariously through the world of floridians <laughs> exactly oh yes yeah. Oh man! But what's new oh. in the Puget Sound? We got a gila, so that's that's pretty new. Yeah, yeah. That's, awesome. that's a nice one too. Yeah, she's, she's super pretty. Yeah, she's super chill too. Her name is Dolores. Yeah, nice. And, uh, we're eventually gonna get a Wyatt for those who have seen the HBO Max show. Um, well, Westworld. Westworld. That's pretty. Dolores and Wyatt. That's her. Her name. Uh, it's, you know, maybe in a year or two, give her some time to settle in. So, cool. I actually, I know a guy who wrote an article on taming one down. So you oh, should you should go man. check it out. That was in like one of the first issues. It was. I gotta go back and read it. Yeah. 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 Other than that, ball python clutches are hatching out. So, some really cool pied stuff. That, you know, those pet rocks. <laughs> but they're pretty pet rocks. They're super pretty though. Hey, they're semi semi arboreal now. You know, I've seen, I've oh, seen yeah. all the blog They live in the trees, right? And they need an eight eight foot by four foot enclosure. Uh, arboreal hide and everything. Yeah, oh. for sure. You know, I've I've found twice, many years apart, at a wholesaler, I found adult ball pythons wrapped around light fixtures, like twenty five feet up. That's awesome. What the hell are yep. they doing in a? 25 foot high room. <laughs> they got a whole room. Seems hey, a bit excessive. That's I don't know how they got up there, but they did. They couldn't get down. That was the best part. <laughs> so. uh, JT from Silent Hill Reptiles is here as well. We were just talking about him and singing his praises on the last <laughs> THP episode, and I we was sh- as we were talking about it, I was showing Jake his availability list, and I was there's like little bits of drool just kind of. Bloop. He, he, he had a little palsy when he was reading it. Yeah, yeah. That's the best kind of palsy. I'm just glad Jake's back. Yeah. 
Everyone seems to be. It's nice. We uh, so Dustin was in the chat earlier. I don't know if he's still there or not, but he is supposed to be our guest this week on THP. He's got all kinds of geckos and really cool and interesting um, collection, like really diverse, really cool sort of oddball gecko species and stuff. A lot of some of them I've never even seen or heard of before, so it's really cool to yeah be able to talk about that and um yeah. He is still there. Yeah. There he is. There he and is. And then we come to find out when we were talking last night to our buddy Chris Painshab about it. He's like, dude, I talk to Dustin all the time. He's such a cool guy. And he had nothing but nice things to say about you. So Phil, on the other hand, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, let me tell you about that guy. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, man. Jake, we've all turned into colubrid guys. If you haven't noticed, we've all just. Oh, yeah. We've all been kicked in the nuts by Morelia so much that we've just sort of like jumped ship. <laughs> Speak for yourself, man. I'm just revisiting my roots. <laughs> no, it's works. like it's it's like we talked about on the on the episode last Thursday. You know, it's just one of those things where, like, that main focus project was no longer something that was going to happen within the next year or two. So, while we kind of circle back to that as those things grow out, you know, you. Focus on some other stuff. So. Yeah. We got to see a king rat oh, over the man. weekend, and that was really cool. Like, nice. Like a big one? Now I know what I want to add next. That was a, I think it was a yearling. <laughs> nice. Okay. So it wasn't too big, uh, mm -hmm. but it was pretty. Did it go through the full change yet or no? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. Yeah, so it was yeah. super pretty. I know they're ugly I, as babies when they first come out, but man, <laughs> did they I think that. it's cool to see that change, though. Yeah, like oh, yeah, when you see them as babies, you would never guess that that's going to be the same snake. Mm -hmm. I guess it's similar to a lot of other colubrids, you know, bairds and stuff. It's like what you see and what the final result is is like so wildly different. It's mm -hmm. it's like our Everglades; they're getting yeah. really yeah. bright orange now, they and were so ugly they were ugly brown. Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, Jeff, why did we get these? And he like showed me the doll. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> give it some, give it some time. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, at the rate I'm going, I'm gonna wind up buying babies from you before I fucking find one. <laughs> I did some flipping in my parents' house earlier. This is my niece's birthday, and so I was walking around in my flip flops, smoking a cigar, running around the woods, flipping some tin with my hands like an idiot. And I just had this. I had this feeling. I was like, you know, I'm gonna find a corn. I didn't. <laughs> That's great. You literally yeah, had, you just you had me on the general. edge of the seat. <laughs> got nothing. I didn't even see a skink. Oh, I feel that. Story of my life. Mm -hmm. I'm sure my neighbor will text me tomorrow saying, oh, I just found this big coral snake in my yard. What do I do? Oh, yeah. It's okay. I just found out what a cut is when they're herping. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they were talking about an NPR podcast for the Patreon, and I was like, what is a cut? Because I hear it all the time. <laughs> well, what's funny is I, I knew what a cut was, but I didn't know how you herp one. Like, it's a wall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or <laughs> Not too, thinking yeah. like the intricacies of of the cut. You know what I mean? The textures that there's good cuts and bad cuts. Yeah. And there the is, grades of cuts. There's there's mundane cuts and there's sexy cuts. There's cuts that you look at it and you're like, that's the one. Yeah. And there's cuts you look at and you're like, don't yeah. even bother. Might yeah. as well be a concrete wall. There's or nothing the, there. Or, or in the case of us at three o'clock in the morning, is that a cut? No, no, that's not a cut. No, no, yeah, that's a cut. Pull over. It's like a three foot 
cut. Yeah. Like it's a yeah, very right. short cut where it's like, why did you even bother plowing through this? Why didn't you just put pavement over it? Right, right. Well, what's funny is now I start looking for like, we obviously don't have cuts in Florida because it's flat as a pancake, but mm-hmm. I notice where they've, they had to reconstruct the landscape specifically for the road. And I'm like, I should pull over and I should investigate that, you know? And sometimes you get there and there's like, yeah, this is just mowed grass or something there. And other times you get there and there's already tin and carpet because other people had the same idea. <laughs> so. Cuts. Do you guys get any, uh, any more action from your cyania? Uh, no, there's, I mean, they're still no. hanging out, cuddling in their hide, but That's nothing so new. Bizarre. That yeah. They probably are breeding, but we kind of leave them alone for the most part, unless yeah. we're feeding or. Yeah, maybe it's a, day, maybe it's a southern <laughs> thing, like because of where I am, like I could throw them together pretty much whenever I wanted to, and the male's going to make it happen. Yeah. Well, we've been kind of keeping them together for the most part, so mm-hmm. they might be doing things that we don't see. I'm hoping so. How long did uh, she, till after she did a double clutch? So like 120 days almost. So she, like, the first clutch hatched, and then I want to say it was probably about a week or so after that clutch hatched, the other one was on the ground. Okay. Okay. I think we're halfway through still on that one egg that we got. It's like turn around immediately, and they were there they were, you know. So I haven't put them back together. I've been tempted to. Um, I've just been holding off because of the legislation stuff. uh, From what I've heard through the grapevine is... Jackass in North Carolina has really screwed up the work that was being done with, you know, with some of the senators and stuff here in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I figure by the time I pair them, by the time I get eggs, by the time they hatch, I'll be scrambling to, to get them, you know, sold and stuff. So kind of in a holding pattern right now. So. Yes. Somebody just released a bunch of red tail boas at a park. Um, a little nice. bit down south of us in Washington. I'm like, oh, yeah. expecting them to survive. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I have no idea. Someone's been picked up by the news agencies, and I'm like, oh my god. Oh, no. See, like, it makes you wonder if it is the news agencies doing it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Like, hey, run that, with this story. Yeah. yeah that that oh, one that okay. one journalist who hasn't got a clean story in a while, and it's like, you know what? I'm gonna start some drama. Yeah. <laughs> He was do his local Petco and buys up every bow they have, and like some some yeah. crazy person released a bunch of bows and this, you know. I think it was like eight of them they they found too. Was, yeah. You should have seen some of the comments though. Oh god! Oh, I don't even bother looking at the comments on news articles <laughs> yeah, like that because I know it's just going to be enraging. What if they were pregnant of- and they released sixty babies each? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Because see all those all those people that are like, oh, they need to kill them all. This is yep. you know, this is they'll 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 crawl into your bed and eat your babies and. But the cats are fine, right? Oh yeah, but the feral yeah, cats feed, cats. feed the cats. We need more of them. <laughs> Gosh, I hate it. Yeah, so I don't know. What I've been told is South Carolina. It sounds like we'll be attempting to follow North Carolina's lead. And uh, that's really frustrating because there's been a group that's been working very hard to try and at least get some sort of mm-hmm. house-made like rule. If we're gonna get rules put in place, they're they're trying to make it so that we're the ones making those rules, so that they're at least <laughs> somewhat common sense, you know. And uh, I don't know. It's just it's really frustrating. 
And everyone keeps saying one person couldn't possibly ruin it for everyone. It's like, eh, <sighs> uh, prime example, high enough profile incident. Yeah. yeah, it's just there's like this. So I've I've come to the conclusion that there's like this certain sort of uh, like perfect storm of scenarios that have to happen for something like this to happen. Mm-hmm. Like it has to have enough traction in the media. It has to be enough involvement with the public, i.e., something getting out. And it has to be something exotic and, and ridiculously toxic. And here we go. Like all three ingredients are there and it all happened exactly as it as it was going to. Yep. So Yep. So I have my boyga. I don't really know I don't want to get rid of him, but at the same time I feel like I'm probably gonna end up having to. Um and I may just do it just because if I'm gonna be sitting here sort of just waiting. You know that's that's space I could be using for some other stuff. So I don't yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Yeah, that's a tough decision. It really sucks. It's a scary thought for sure. If you yeah. did get rid of them, what would you add? More beards? <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So right right now they're in the my big Cambro rack, and I actually I moved over some of my younger chondros into that bigger Cambro rack now and moved the uh, rhinos into those tubs because the six quarts just were a little too small for them and they like to climb and stuff. So just been moving things around a little bit, doing the shuffle, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's talk of like the tannin bar going to someone that can breed him. Don't know what happened, you know, what's going on there yet. Um, Cause I feel like I have to sort of, consult with phil on that as well because it was originally his snake and he gave it to me and i would feel bad for just being like here you go man so is there anybody really working with them well that's the thing is like i have a really nice patterned exanthic male and i know of a couple people that have you know at least a pair some females and stuff and i'd like to for him to go to somebody where they're going to breed him and like help tannin bars Mm -hmm. get reestablished sort of back in the hobby a little bit and i feel my my chances of of finding a female for him are probably going to be pretty slim, at least one that's going to be old enough. Um, Cause I don't know how old he is. I kind of feel like time is of the essence as far as him, mm-hmm. since he's an adult and everything. Um, so I don't know. I just, I want him to go and, uh, you know, David means, I don't think they're doing scrubs anymore. I think David got out, but, yeah, but see, the problem is, is that there is, such. there are people producing tannin bars. They're just not releasing the babies to anyone. And if they are, it's only to their Illuminati friends. Mm-hmm. So that that's the problem. But then we're looking at, what, a minimum of four years before it's even ready to breed? Like, yeah. even being able to think about breeding it. Yeah, but but here's the thing is, you go and you, you give the snake, I mean, regardless of money or whatever, the snake goes to someone else that's going to breed it. Is that person going to release the babies? Was it a waste? Yeah. Is anybody them? importing them? Or No, they used to be imported a lot from what I've, you know, what I've been talking to Harlan and stuff. He said, you know, they used to bring them in all the time. Nobody wanted them. They were, you know, they were like the IJs back in the day. Like, yeah, tons of people brought them in. They were super cheap. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted them because they're these little tiny scrubs that are complete assholes. Mm-hmm. Just like Duns and Sabus. Nobody wanted them. Yep. Yeah. And I think what it comes down to, too, is that the, the islands in which they come from, are not frequented by the field collectors. They're not frequented by the by the reptile farmers. So it's not beneficial for them to make the trip, so to speak. I mean, right. You know, and and collect them or harvest them or whatever. So you know, there's well, plenty the, of if other. If the animals. importers aren't wanting them, the people aren't going to go to the island to catch them because if they're not going to get money off of them, what's the point? Right. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Why go catch something that no one's going to buy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I actually looked at flights going in there just out of morbid curiosity. And from what I gathered, somebody's going to probably correct me, but from what I gathered, there is no there is no direct flights because there is no international airport. You basically have to fly to a major Indonesian city and then wait, you know, four or five days until a small, like, two-prop plane goes to the island. And then that's even worse. So let's say something happens, you get stuck there. You have to wait that that four or five days or that week until another plane comes. Ryan's right, though. I I know Nick's got some Tana bars, but I don't know about Young. He probably does. If if Nick has them, Ryan probably has them. Yeah, I have a pretty good beat on, on who's got them. It's just a matter, like I said, Phil has some like Phil has some say in it, in my opinion. Whether he thinks he does or not, he does. So. All right, we'll, we'll figure it out. <clears throat> I, I'll be honest. At this point, I, I now it's like a personal challenge to find a girl. <laughs> that too. I, that, I haven't seen them at all. So, hey, Daytona's coming up. Hey, you never know. You never. Well, know. the thing is, is I'm also doing. Uh, sort of the space shuffle right now in the room. Mm. Like I need more, more, I need at least one more rack no. just for colubrids, like rat snakes, corns and bears. Um, and my big male brettles cage is right in a prime spot where I could fit at least two racks. And so now it's a question of like the tannin bars in that cage. If he goes to someone else that opens that up, I would like to move the Jansen eye into that, the black box XT4 that I have the scrub in right now. Um, but I want to get UV in there and I'm really, I'm really want to focus more on, on sort of cracking those and figuring those out. So I don't know. It's, I don't want to get rid of the brittles, but I'm also at a point where I kind of might have to. So, yeah, yeah that sucks. Just open up a facility. You'd be right. uh, you know, <laughs> if I could just, if I could just convert this garage, that'd be perfect. But, like, just blow out another wall. Yeah, that would be separate. awesome. You could keep the, you know, <laughs> podcast set up there and everything. A certain ball and chain Ouch. will not let me. Ouch! <laughs> Dude, you talk about me like that? Dude. No, not ever. No. <laughs> oh boy! No. Yeah, I just did some rearranging too because uh, I had to get more tubs for stuff and move stuff around. And luckily, Anna Maria is a good sport. She's going to help help me play Tetris. Nice. And, uh, so I think this weekend, I'm, uh, her her idea was is brilliant. Is Go in there and don't touch a single snake. Just take everything out of the room that doesn't have an animal in it. Throw away, rehome, whatever, caging boxes, crap that's in there. Clean, then we can play Tetris and move stuff around geometrically, you know? And then just go from there. So nice. I'm hoping for this weekend, maybe. Yeah, it, I mean, it sucks because like I'd love to have some V70s, but that room is just not that big, and V70s just take up—they're too awkward and they take up too much space. Like yeah. literally, like into the middle of the room. You know, if I put V70s all on that wall, I'd probably have next to no space in the middle to move around. It's not a big room, and the ceilings aren't very high, so it's—it's mm-hmm. it's quite the. Uh, yeah, I love the craftsmanship of my Sea Serpents V70, but I hate that rack. I love those size tubs. Yeah, it's, I just wish awesome. there was a way to do them horizontally instead of. I like, know. Out. Oh yeah. yeah. But all the all the rack makers will pretty much tell you like it's going to sag if you do them long ways. Yep. In the middle, you're going to have a a, a bow. Uh, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. 
Oh, what are you going to do? Yep. Expand into the living room. <laughs> Expand into the living room. I love it. That's good. We did. That's all we have. Yeah. I, I mean, I have the pair of thorn scrubs from Chris, my incubator, and that male Davis uh, Bairds that are in quarantine in my closet right now. And even that is not appreciated by certain parties. So. <laughs> Tell you'll get rid of those, and then you'll open up the garage. And you'll be set. At one point, I think there was like the the negotiations for trade were like a baby for the converted garage, and I said no deal. <laughs> that seemed a little unfair. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so. Well, I think that if you sacrifice the snake room, mm. you should just get the garage. Yeah. Like I then feel like that's the room. Yeah, like, like she can do. She has yeah, she room. can do whatever she wants with that room, and you can and put the garage. The garage is yours. That's yeah. it. See the no ends of time to help her with it. <laughs> it would have to be like I'd have I'd have to insulate it. I'd want to at least run one air duct into it so the Worth AC it. can reach it. A door you know, sweep. The garage door, a door sweep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't nice, know, like Jeff, all the nice. all the stuff we have in here, like where the hell's it gonna go? You know, we don't mm-hmm. have a shed or anything, so yeah. go half and on a small building with brats. We've I, there was a point in time where we actually talked about doing that. It just never happened. Yeah, is Rex and water pretty expensive out there? Yeah, Probably. <laughs> yeah. Get a storage unit for all that stuff. Or as uh, as Billy said, get a she shed. <laughs> I I tried that too. Didn't happen. It's like you can do whatever you want with your shed. Nope. Negotiations have broken down since, so <laughs> I've more or less given up on trying. I think what the plan was is like whenever we move out of this house, we'll just get a bigger house. The next one will be go. bigger, and then yeah. you know. And I'm like, well, if that's that's fine and dandy, but what am I supposed to do in the ten years until that happens? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a podcast studio. You'll have the snake collection in the facility. Yeah, it's one true. step at a time. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. He said need a separate. Uh, he needs a separate facility. Also, he said my wife said she's not sure she wants me listening to you anymore. <laughs> Such a positive influence. I like it. It's good. Oh man, that's amazing. That's good. I don't know. I'm I'm pretty lucky that I can like because winter comes and I put all the colubrids for cooling in the closet on my side of the closet, mind you. Mm-hmm. So it's on my side uh, and cool them off in there. And I I usually don't tell her when I'm doing these things. I just do it. <laughs> that's and, what uh, That's right. There you go. And so I get away with that. So she just once it, once things start going beyond the room, that's when, when I when I hear about it. That's when it's like. You know, you have your you have a whole room. Why can't you keep it in one room? And I'm like, there's quarantine. Like you don't understand. She mm-hmm. you know, she doesn't get it. She's yeah. She's like, what could what could they possibly get? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, there's a lot. Believe <laughs> it or not, Wyman on. He'll tell you. Yeah. Even yeah. though you know, it's I was telling Jake because he got some snakes in with those thorn scrubs and the beards that mm-hmm. I got. And he's like, you think because the stuff he got was Captain Bread. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Do you think it'll be okay in there with that wild cut stuff?" I was like, "Honestly, dude, I have more faith in the wild cut stuff being cleaner than most captive stuff at this rate." Yeah. Like, I don't really have to worry about crypto coming from wild snakes. Mm-hmm. 
in that in that case you know it's like just sadly that's that's where i'm at with a lot of that it's like mm -hmm. these are gonna have less issues than you know some of the stuff i've gotten from you know underground i will say i will say this though i feel like maybe it's because of social media and the ability to communicate with our community better but I feel like 20 years ago, there wasn't, there was no, there was no quarantine. Nobody cared. You know what I mean? And what I was going to say is at the same time, I mean, I, I know very few people. I, I do know people, but I know very few people who have had, oh, I got the snake and the whole room died. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm wondering if now things are the, uh, I'll tell you, it ain't that the sanitation got better. <laughs> it ain't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to wrap my head around why. Maybe it's because we know about it, so it's constantly in our face, or we're constantly talking about it. Right. But you know, 20 years ago, nobody quarantined anything. I'm like, sure you, some people did. It just wasn't you, as yeah, but you extensive. Did, you did because you didn't want it to have mites. But like, right? Like, right. Like, cri yeah, crypto was a thing, but like, it wasn't a thing like it is now. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? The fe maybe the fear wasn't there. Maybe and people just got mm -hmm. lucky. I don't know. I tell you what, the fear is definitely there now. I had two of my venomous mentors lose huge portions of their collection, and I sat down and did the math of how much money I have into animals in my modern yeah. small collection right now, and I was almost sick at how much money I've spent on just animals. Mm -hmm. And if I came in here tomorrow and they were all dead, oh my god, I'd probably be done with the hobby. Yeah, I mean, how do you start? I mean. Yeah, you could this, start yeah. back from zero. It'd be so hard, though. You know, yeah, you I mean, have to go through all those hoops again and the years and years you put into like these things. Right, and don't don't get me wrong. I've I worked for a facility where almost three hundred animals died in the course of ten days. Boy, yeah, and so don't get me wrong. I've seen it firsthand, mm -hmm. um, and at the same time, terrified to go home. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, like I touch the doorknob, I can't go home. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, that was so rare, or at right. least, at least in, in, in the public eye, it was incredibly rare. So I don't that's know. That's like worst case scenarios, which yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the case yeah. with hurricanes and tornadoes. Like, obviously mm -hmm. you're going to hear about the absolute worst thing that happened to, you know, certain individuals during a certain right. period of time, right. you know, like Jeff and Kendra, I can only imagine. I mean, I, I'm paranoid with a collection of like less than 60 animals. And I say paranoid, paranoid in the healthy sense to where if I'm, think, if I'm thinking about getting something, I ask myself, A, is it worth putting everything at risk? Like, is it worth taking the, taking the chance when I've put all this time and, and money and, and, you know, blood, sweat and beer into this collection like is that is that animal worth it? And I've I've become a little more picky about sort of who I get animals from now at this point. And I just think Absolutely. that's a, especially especially chondros, you know. Even going to shows too, like you can yeah. bring stuff back from that. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Like we're we're so like, I don't want to say paranoid, but yeah, like we're pragmatic and we're proactive about our quarantine process and our procedures mm -hmm. because of that. Because you just you know you could get it from a trusted friend, but you don't know yep. where that like mm -hmm. if they got something in from somebody you you know that might be untrustworthy mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter who we get stuff from everything goes through quarantine yeah we have another everything. snake room upstairs just for quarantine yeah because yeah. after we've been to show everything goes back in there yeah, i don't trust nobody everything gets sanitized everything goes into quarantine and yeah. that whole cycle starts again for every single animal 
especially yeah. when you see all these YouTubers and then people on Facebook opening up a new snake and in their snake. Oh room. man! In their oh, snake room. Like, look at the snake I just bought. Like yeah. unboxing videos. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those yeah. glitter bombs for pathogens. Yeah. Right? yeah no I could just see it, like with the, the the tabs of the box come open and they take the styrofoam <laughs> off, and I could just see it, just like yep. LeBron out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> but I put it in the quarantine tub. Yeah, but I put yeah, it in yeah, the quarantine. Exactly. Tub. Oh in the quarantine rack in my main room. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, it's what? funny because, you know, uh, I got uh, baby Nova guineas for Billy and the male is is not been eating. And I said, you know what? Let me just give it back to Billy. Let him work his magic. See what he can do. So uh, Anna Marie and I went over the there. In a horse. Right? Yeah, right. Anna Marie <laughs> and I went back there uh, last week to hang out and, and just, you know, have an overnight trip. And I hand him the deli cup. And he he's gonna walk into the kitchen. I said, "Oh, it's from the island of Papua New Guinea. It was living underwater for a little while. I don't think it has mites, but go back to the other room. <laughs> you know, because yeah. it's one of the things like everything that lives in Papua New Guinea loves to sit in its water dish. That's yeah. a fact, right? But I don't know if I mean I've had mites before. You know, everybody. So has. Yeah. those are the least again, of my worries at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But still, <laughs> mites yeah, but like an animal kill. Yeah." Yeah, but yeah. it's it's hard to do it when you've got hundreds of snakes. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's why you have quarantine procedure. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I treat everything preemptively. You know? yep. Regardless of if I see them or not, I'm going to, like, mm -hmm. I don't spray the animal directly with Frontline anymore. I just do the paper towel, let it dry and air out a little bit, mm -hmm. and then repeat, you know, four or five days later. Mm -hmm. And that seems to work fine. I don't, you know, that stuff is, is great and all. I just, I'm a little weirded out about, uh, yeah, just ask me about mites. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking yeah. of mites i do want to say i had a friend send me a screenshot from a youtube video just a couple hours ago and someone was spraying permethrin directly on their snakes please don't do that please yeah, don't do that. Yeah, seems like a oh my god yeah that's like huffing bug spray god. like you think that's good for you it's definitely not good for your fucking animal yeah yeah, yeah. Jesus. well Some i will say it's uh, yeah, right. You're right. right. Someone Brown in Florida, I'm sure. Yeah, someone in Florida is definitely doing that. Oh yeah, yeah. Brown bagging it. That deep. <laughs> oh, I, so I recently found out. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to to quarantine in a second, but I recently found out why the Florida man thing is so prevalent. I didn't know this, but apparently Florida is one of the only states that has open arrest records. So, like, if you get in trouble and you go to jail, it is public knowledge what you do. Oh, absolutely. Oh, actually, That's how yeah, it is in yeah. South Carolina. I go and it's look at mugshots all the time. I call them at the yearbook. Yeah, yeah but, but but looking at mugshots is one thing. I'm talking about, like, every detail of what happened is public. Oh, record. yeah. That's not yeah. Yeah. So, it's like, so that. Crazy fucking news stories from dudes in Florida. <laughs> you can see the charges here, though. It's the Sunshine State, kids. That makes selling firearms fun, right, Phil? 110%. 110%. <laughs> Uh, but what I was going to say is uh, I actually wanted to pick Derek's brain too uh, mm -hmm. because I uh, I have a bug on me, excuse me. Um, <laughs> it's it's difficult for me. I actually have in the in the, the venomous room, it's mm -hmm. one side is, is quarantine, the other side's not mm -hmm. because I can't have a quarantine room. I'm not yep. allowed yep. because I only have yep. one room certified to possess venomous. Mm -hmm. So I have 
double sets of hooks, double sets of hemostats, double sets of tweezers. I have two spray bottles. I have, you know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, it's, it's impossible to a certain degree. Like I still touch the doorknob, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like I wear gloves with one side and I, I mean, I really don't wear gloves on the other side, but again, I, I try to do my best in that regard. Right. But if I get a fruit fly infestation, Oh dude, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta yeah, be so, extra careful who you get it from yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's well, I mean, a big is deal quarant- for me. How do you guys quarantine venomous stuff compared to how you quarantine, you know, Morelia or anything else? Like, what do you guys do that would be different? Because, I mean, well, if it were me, I'd be, I mean, even with spraying, like, the, the substrate or paper towel or whatever you're keeping them on, if you have something arboreal, like, you know, Bothriacus mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. kind of spinning your wheels. Like, how do you go about treating the, the smaller arboreal, or even mambas for that matter? I guess that may be a little different. But Well, you would, but, to me, I treat them the same. I treat them the treat them exactly mm. the same as non-venomous my only my only problem is i can't put them in a different room yep that's the only problem yeah it is all super scenario dependent depending on who you are what you have the size of your collection i will say the ideal situation that we all want to be in i'm sure is you have a separate building to quarantine your animals in but i don't See? know yeah, I don't know many people who can afford that. And I'm in the same well, boat yeah. as Phil. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm in the same boat as Phil. I have one venomous room. And I had to work very hard to get this, what, 8 by 12 space, maybe. Um, so when it comes to quarantine, I, I, I don't even want to call it quarantine. I bring animals in. If they're hot, they have to come into this room because I don't have another space to put them. And, you know, I could be the responsible keeper and do things like test preemptively to see if they test positive for something like a NIDO, crypto, adenovirus, Paramixo, whatever. Paramixo. Yeah. So, you know, do the responsible thing, test your animals, and then try to isolate them as much as possible. But there's only so much you can do. Yes, you know, you can wear gloves, you can sanitize all your equipment. But like Phil said, you get Ford's flies or fruit flies in your room, it doesn't matter. You can be sanitizing everything every yeah. the day it's it's not gonna help so it's just you know at that point when you've only got a small space to work with you know there's only so much you can do and even then it's it may not be enough i had never even thought about those being a vector until dr Lofman had talked about it with crypto and stuff mm-hmm. and i was like mm-hmm. i for whatever reason just never crossed my mind it was like yep. that's like the perfect vector for that for anything yep. really well, what i think i mean yes they're they're the perfect storm but i think the one thing that caught me off guard was we don't pay attention always and we're using the same hemostats to feed one animal <laughs> yep. to the other yep. they, they miss and bite the hemostats but better yet how many times in the venomous world have you used hemostats to take to spot clean a cage you're sliding mm-hmm. hemostats in the side of an enclosure you grab the poop you slide it back out. You don't have to yep. remove the animal or nothing. And then yep. you're not paying attention. Ten minutes later, you use the same hemostats to feed, to a feed something. Yep. And it's <laughs> like our white lips. We use the hemostats to get the water cup. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you and you're not. You don't realize that. So that's why I I have like more tools than anyone should have, and I'm always <laughs> buying more. Like I can't wait to go to Daytona because I'm gonna buy some of that red line stuff. Yeah, oh, them out. So nice. Amazing. So nice. Cool. Good. Good. I know Matt Most got some, and he's smitten mm-hmm. with his. So, but uh, well, but what yeah, I that's... do is I got one of those cereal containers, mm-hmm. and I have it filled up maybe halfway with chlorhexidine, mm-hmm. and I have multiple tools in there, so like different forceps. So if I feed something, yep. and I you know like between chondros especially or something that I'm you know a little more paranoid about than like the colubrids and stuff, you know, put those in, swap it out with another set for feeding something else, and then sort of just rotate them and let them sit in there for a little while. 
Now you drying it, and you know, right after before you. Um. The theater or? Sometimes. Usually, I mean, usually, yeah, I'll just wipe it off my shirt or something. Mm-hmm. I love that it. idea because it's a lot more manageable manageable than what I do. So when I was working at the zoo, we just had a five gallon bucket yeah. full of Simple Green Pro Five, and every time we worked an animal, all right. We're done with it. Hooks, everything else goes directly into that bucket to soak for a couple hours. So that's what I do here. I've got a five-gallon bucket full of sanitizer that I just chuck everything in once I'm done doing my cleaning, feeding, whatnot. So yeah, I like the cereal container idea a lot better. Well, nice. for like smaller hemostats and stuff, that, yeah. it makes sense, oh, you know. Yeah. And it has yeah. a little hole, so it keeps them all together. And it's mm-hmm. it has it's my thing was like making sure it had enough to wait to where I didn't have to worry about. The cat mm-hmm. potentially tipping it over, or me tipping it over. It's in a cart, so it's all sort of contained if it did, but mm-hmm. it works out perfectly. And then, you know, once or twice a month, completely change out the, the Chlorhex. Yep. Uh, and I've been getting that at Tractor Supply. You can get a, like a gallon jug of it for 15 bucks. Yeah. And that's been working out really well. Yeah, yeah I get it from Uline. I think it's like yep. $12.95 plus shipping from Uline for a gallon. Yep. We're about to get a Harbor Freight here. I'm so excited. Ooh, nice. Yes. <laughs> Fancy. <laughs> oh, man. But I will say this, too, is I, I don't want to speak for Derek, but the I have I, I'm not I don't acquire Venomous often anymore. And when I do, it's something I've been pining over for a while or, you know, right. and my my most recent animals, I, I got a lot of animals relatively quickly. Mm-hmm. And what's that? Uh, Scott's comment, Glitterfill. I like that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <clears throat> Excuse Sparkle me. So Wolf. Yeah, right. What I was going to say is uh, it's it's almost peace of mind, too, that the majority mm-hmm. of, if not all, actually all the animals I just recently got are all wild caught. Mm-hmm. And I had the, the I don't want to say the benefit, I had the perk of being there to literally open the crate from Africa. Nice. And that meant a lot to me because I know that they're not just getting passed around by people. Right. Yep. They, that crate didn't go in the bow room for a half an hour on accident. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's nice. And to, uh, to bounce off of what Phil said about acquiring venomous snakes, I'm fortunate enough to where, like, I know a lot of people when they first get into keeping venomous, they go absolutely nuts and get everything they can. Uh, I've scratched that itch with my mentors of the the more common things like everything in you know all your bitters, a lot of your cobra species. Yep. So I, I, and that's why one of the many reasons I think mentorship is super important because you get that itch scratched to where now I know the animals that I want to bring into my collection. I'm not going to spend sixty bucks on a baby gaboon at you get to test drive. So, yeah, exactly. But um, and then for those of you who may not know, the uh, the market for venomous snakes is super small. So if you have something and decide, oh, you know what, this rattlesnake isn't really my cup of tea. Let me try and move it or sell it to somebody responsible. There's not a lot of people you can sell a rattlesnake to and feel personally feel comfortable about doing so. Hundred percent. So I don't blame I don't blame Cody shifting gears from selling to the private sector to you know just supplying some facilities like at all yeah. like that's that's i'd be absolutely i've said it before i'd be so paranoid about selling to mm-hmm. some jackass you know mm-hmm. yep 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 and that's that's the way it works you know because i don't know how I, i'd feel if i sold the venomous snake to somebody and then they got bit 
Yeah, exactly. Or it gets out. Or it makes a huge thing in the news and changing laws. Or they start freehandling it on YouTube. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) Not the F word. (laughs) I will will say this, though. Just going back to what Derek was saying about, like, scratching that itch, is you see the new venomous handlers in the United States they always have to they, when they when they start they're like oh when i get my license i'm going to get this or i'm going to get that and it's like after so many weeks and months and dare i say years mm-hmm. of those species that they loved so much they don't like them and yep. they are they don't they don't care for them and that is a that just just coinciding with what he, he was saying it's so good to have mentorship because you realize what you do like and what you don't, and it's not yours. Yep. You don't have to deal exactly. with it. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and that begs the question about the market, like mm-hmm. for venomous, like mm-hmm. there are some animals that are fairly cheap that you can purchase, oh, God, you know, like Oregon is state next yeah. to us, right? You don't need, you know, a venomous handler's license. You don't need to run anything by uh, fish and wildlife. You can mm-hmm. just own a rattlesnake. For thirty bucks off Craigslist, and that blows my mind. Yep. Well, I mean, back like 10, 15 years ago, or even a little older, the venomous was always cheap mm-hmm. because it was niche. Only yep. certain people could have it. Only certain people wanted it. And you know, like Scott was saying, uh, you know, they they give away more venomous than they sell, mm-hmm. and that was the case. It was that we always bought snakes for each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. Hey man, I'm coming over for a beer later. You're gonna be home. Yeah, I'm gonna be home, and I just like bring over baby cobras. And it's like, what yep. is this? Oh, baby cobras here. You know, like, and Take that's just because because everything was under a hundred dollars. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah. Yep. And you just you just hung out with your friends and swapped snakes. But now yep. things get a little rarer. Things get a little more harder to breed. Stuff isn't as available. So mm-hmm. now you're 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 plagued with a venomous community in the United States where it's either a hundred dollars and it's a dime a dozen, mm-hmm. or it's two grand. No one has yeah. it. Yeah. And there's so no in between. There's yeah. no in between. Right. You're right. And it's funny you say I mean, that. Derek, the, the first venomous snakes that I actually possessed or owned that were mine, they were a gift from somebody because they were like, hey, you got your venomous license. Here you go. Congratulations. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, me and Derek were talking the other day, and he, he brought up a really good point. And it's actually something that's I've been thinking about a lot lately because it makes me laugh every time I think about it. It's like, remember when you were kids and you were on like, the southeast hot herb society website and you were like man like these are like the elite like best of the best doing like the coolest stuff and then like as you get older you realize 99 percent of them are morons Mm -hmm. yes Yes. like i don't know if it's always been like that and maybe it's just because we've gotten older and we see these things or if it has actually shifted from like Mm -hmm. in the days of old like you know when we were kids Mm -hmm. the people that were keeping venice were like the guys like they were the the most professional top tier zoo yep. level like yep. cody bartolini's and stuff like that and uh i don't know now we see it and it's like why do you why do you own that why do you why why do you have well, that well here's the thing too is i used to love hot herb society because if there was when i was getting my hours for florida mm-hmm. if there was a species i was fascinated by you start doing all your research right <clears throat> excuse me and i would go on there to look at the bite photos because there was a very extensive library Dude, that was a great website of bite photos and it was like you just type in the search like you know blah 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 snake bite and it would pop up and there'd be like two photos but those photos were so fucked up it <laughs> yeah. made you question 
whether or not you wanted to keep that animal. Pictures of yep. the fasciotomies. Yep. Enough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. God, that was, was a, I used to spend so many hours on that site, man. That was one of the few sites that actually had a, a Nishii bite report on it. Oh, wow. Nice. Very cool. And a really do, gnarly timber bite. I do miss having the, the, the stickers from the Hot Herb Society. I still have one of the sweatshirts, one of the hoodies. You have, yeah, you have the hoodie. That's cool. Yeah, Scott's saying there was a bunch Katie of very more than I do. notable people on there, like David Williams, Brian Fry, Thomas E. Mm-hmm. So, Dr. E., yeah, like I said, I don't know if it's just a shift because like the the venomous keeper has mm. changed, you know, as a I mean, do you as think a that, stereotype that, or Yeah, I mean, do you think that states should have that licensing? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Because I mean, we we've personally seen morons in Oregon who are who bring gaboon vipers to fucking mm-hmm. children's shows. Oh, and yeah. I'm, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like <laughs> They don't have a license. They don't have a bite protocol. Mm-hmm. They, you know, and they just have this fucking. Well, if you message them and ask them what their bite protocol is, they say, "Well, hopefully uh, the hospital phone. has one." Yeah, yeah don't hopefully get the hospital bit. has something. They definitely don't get. Hopefully, it. I can no. get airlifted no. out of my house. And well, so here's here's out. the problem: is is that it, we've talked about this before. It's an extremely slippery slope, yes. and uh, you give an inch, and they a hundred percent take the mile. Yeah, and that's yeah. You are not going to be able to cherry pick how they're going to regulate things. That's why I like what Brent was talking about. You know, making like a nationalized system. You know, training and things like that. Yes, that would be really cool. Yep. And and when I was working with the Rattlesnake Conservancy, we taught the venomous handling courses, and we taught them in multiple states, not just Florida. You know, Georgia, Arizona, California, and as an organization, we taught the private keeping section you know, in accordance to Florida's regulations, not just because we were founded and started in Florida, but because we really believe that the regulations Florida has in in place, they just make a lot of sense. Escape-proof enclosures, escape-proof rooms. What a concept. Yeah, exactly. I mean, granted, wow, the, safety. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, have disaster protocols. Responsibility what? and accountability. What? No way. Get out of Florida? town. No. Granted, <laughs> granted, I think the hours requirement is a bit ridiculous. Like, if I can keep mambas and taipans, why can't I keep a mangrove? But that the hours aside, everything else, it just makes sense, and I don't understand why more people aren't like. Oh yeah, you know what? I want to get into the venomous realm. Why don't I have my? Why don't I have a door sweep on my door? You know that might be a great <laughs> idea. <No>. <laughs> Never <laughs> ends, Justin. Never ends. Let's see. Here's here's my only thing. I agree with you completely. Yeah. I do. I like the structure of it, where you have to have a mentor. You have to gain so many hours. I think the hours are astronomically insane. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. However, I, w- I will say this. Sorry, I was clearing my throat. Um, I will say this. I, there was a rumor that when they rewrote that law in 2016, it was supposed to be 100 hours mm-hmm. per, per group. Yep. And they fat fingered to zero and made it 1,000. I heard the same. And they're like, oh, you know what? Just leave it. Yeah, keep Fuck it. Them. Yep. And, uh, and that's a problem to me. And I recently had a friend of mine who is a licensed keeper mm-hmm. who is very responsible and has escape proof to the nines. Well, he moved. Yeah. And his license was not up for renewal, and he had to be out of his current house at a certain date and into the other one. Well, because of COVID and everything else, Fish and Wildlife basically told him to fuck off. 
So he moved his animals. And when it was time to have renewal, he told the inspector flat out, hey, listen, I have animals here. I know that you didn't inspect them. What would you? What was I supposed to do? Right. And they basically reply was, you were supposed to give it to someone else until we came to see it. <sighs> so if I show up and there's animals there, you're going to go to jail. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, and it's, it's like, it's right. Rough. Yeah. So it, <laughs> luckily it was only a couple things and I took mm -hmm. care of it. It's not that big a deal, but right. imagine if it was a hundred animals. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What are you going to do? It's, it's rough. You know I mean? As someone who's gone through the hiring process with FWC and is still actively pursuing a career in law enforcement with FWC, it's just, it, it's really rough. Cause I do see both sides of it. Um, but like even me personally, I've had my venomous license for almost a year. The first probably, I don't know, six to eight months of that, when, when I had my first initial inspection, my bedroom was my venomous room because I didn't plan on keeping it. All anything. of us were. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Uh, then I had the funds. I was able to have a venomous room in the house. And I, you know, I, after I built the room and moved my aunt and, and brought animals into the house, I talked to my inspe investigator and he was like, you know, I'm not, and of course everyone's different. He's like, because everything's so gray with FWC. Um, he was like, I'll, you know, I'm going to let it slide because I, I know you, I've trusted you. I've been to the facility for TRC stuff. Um, right. But you should have let me know before you brought animals into your facility, because when I wrote up the report for your initial inspection, I put down that you didn't intend on keeping because the room you're using was your bedroom. So it's just, yeah, it, it's a scary thought that you can hit really hard with regulations because of small things like that. Right. And, and in 2011, I was slapped with seven misdemeanors because yeah. they changed the laws. And instead of it saying just venomous, it had to, by law, say danger, venomous, reptile. Yep. Wow. You yep. had to have the scientific name, the mm -hmm. common name, and the number of animals in the cage. Now, that was always our protocol, just because right. we're, we're, we're responsible keepers. That's how it should be, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, I had animals that were not considered venomous on paper, mm -hmm. where it didn't say danger, venomous, reptile. But because it was in the same room and it was next to the actual venomous animal, I was slapped. And I had to fight it. And I never got charged with anything. But right. I had to fight it to basically say, look, here's your state statutes. This is not a species that is res reserved as venomous in this state. Mm -hmm. And it was a whole big thing. And long story short, nothing ever happened. But it's just the fact that we had to go, go through that. that. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and at the same time, just to go with your story, the 211 vision fits mm -hmm. perfectly in where a trundle bed would be under your bed <laughs> fyi good to know good to know for legitimate keeping for legitimate mm -hmm. keeping. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah exactly of course <laughs> right yeah but it's, i mean it's going to be one of those things where it's kind of an all or nothing thing unfortunately like me yeah. hoping that heloderma and boiga get taken off of the you know the the docket for south carolina stuff it's probably not going to happen it's either going to be everything or nothing. Yeah. And uh, I think having like the system that Florida has seems like the most logical. I mean, minus the number of hours, but mm -hmm. I think a lot of it should be to separate the serious from the people who just the impulse buyers. You know? Right. Yes. But, that's, but I'll that's say, but it's not going to stop the impulse buyers from buying and just doing it. Well, it's also not going to stop the guy in Oregon. 
You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No. Well, yeah. And that's right. and that's the problem, right? Is like, do we do we need to make stricter laws, or is something you know is our system going to have to be reactive versus proactive? Mm -hmm. And we have another situation where some kid gets bit by a gaboon viper because this you know douche nozzle wants to do whatever the hell he thinks he can do, and bring something crazy like that to a, a school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, like, it, I'm torn because I want I want strict regulation. But let me rephrase that. I don't. I want responsible regulation, but I want a strict outcome. If you are not in regulation, mm -hmm. so if you're yeah. keeping venomous illegally, yeah. throw the book. Yeah, you should feel it. Absolutely. Yeah, but not. But no gray areas either. Like right. this right. is allowed. Yeah. This is not allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. We have and people in Washington that keep venomous, and they know they're not allowed to. But I'm just praying that nothing bad that, happens. Yeah. Cause. Yeah. And I mean, how about this? How about I always dreamed of having a naturalistic Florida vivarium in my living room, and I wanted to have the Nerodia and the alligator guard. I wanted to put a cottonmouth in there. And yeah. when I when I talked to my inspector, I said, "Hey, can I put a cottonmouth in the living room?" He said, "No." And I said, "Why not?" God. He said, "Because it's not in the venomous room, and I would have to deem this room, you know, escape-proof room, or I would have to you would have to have this room marked." I said, well, how am I going to do that? He goes, you need a sign on your front door of your house mm, saying yep. inside danger of venomous reptiles. I said, well, I'm not going to do that. He goes, well, then you can't have it. I said, but it's a native species. I said, you yep. can find it in my backyard. He mm -hmm. goes, that's not the yeah. point. You brought it into the house. It's captive. Wow. Yeah. So that's what I mean where you give an inch, they take the mile. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's so weird with FWC. And, and once again, I just want to reiterate, I don't have – much beef with the or with the organization as a whole because I'm no, not, not trying to become employed with the organization with the agency. <laughs> um, but the fact that like someone like let's use Cody as an example who has had his permits for longer than I even knew you could keep reptiles as pets. Mm -hmm. um, you know, with our new inspector, they were like, "Hey, look, the way you have the entrance into your house, you you need to change it. You need a secondary containment and." Like I said, Cody's had his permits forever, and now all of a sudden they're asking him to change it, or he could face like you know some fines or something like that. It's just it's it's there's so much gray area, and unfortunately, it all depends on where you're located in the state, who's your investigator, interpretation. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like they're they they're very forthcoming with changes, like letting you know, hey, we're making adjustments to some things. Mm -hmm. Instead, it's like, oh, we changed this like six months ago. You should have known. <laughs> well, yeah. no, I mean, what, but what at the same time, is... is that their responsibility or is that yours? Right. But, well, I mean, right, it's, right, like, I guess yeah. it's, it's one thing to, I guess, like uh, some sort of formal announcement would probably be nice. And maybe they do that, but I don't know, to just sort of change these things and then not let anybody know. Like at the cigar shop, good example. Like mm -hmm. they up the age of tobacco you know buying age yeah. 21 yep i heard that i looked high and low on the on the fda's website no mention of it whatsoever and so i'm like is this legitimate is it just some states is it all states now like there was no yeah. I, I even looked on google like news you know right. there was no formal announcement that said hey the age of of to buy tobacco now is 21 and it's just like I would think this would be sort of a bigger announcement than it is. Like then, like it's kind of a yeah, big so deal. The consequences. You know, I mean, it's not really for us, yeah, but exactly. right? Yeah. Yeah. I also, it, it's interesting too. Is in Florida, they sent out a letter. Mm -hmm. So, so prior to 2021, if you had a permit with the FWC in Florida for captive wildlife, 
they would mail you a letter that had all of your renewal papers in it. Yes. With, with your name and your address. It was all pre-printed, right? Yep. They'd mail that to you as a courtesy and say, hey, your shit's expired in three months. Why don't you get a jump on it so that our lives are easier? Yep. And, and for the most part, we all did it. Well, a couple months ago, we all got a letter from them saying, we're yep. not doing that anymore. And if your license laps, lapses, that's, that's on you. Exactly. So, and to me, there's an art, there's a classic argument of if we don't have our stuff, they don't have a job. So why would they want to get rid of our stuff? But mm -hmm. that's not the case. Okay. The case is that their job is to enforce the laws, the captive wildlife sector, which is probably what less than a hundred agents for the Easy. whole state, yeah. easily less than a hundred agents. So those guys and gals, they would just get redistributed to other branches or other forms of law enforcement within the federal, within the Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Yep. But to us, that's a deterrent. Mm -hmm. They're going. They mm -hmm. want us to ha not have it. They don't want us to have these things. So they're going to do everything in their power, little by little by little, to to ban it, yep. or, to, to, or to screw you up so you can't have it. And that's yep. depressing. Mark there, out. There, well, that's not every some... agent, but. Right, sure. and that's the, that's the thing is my inspector is yeah. awesome. The guy a county south of me who was formerly my guy, he's mm -hmm. awesome. And they want us to have our animals because not only do they like the animals, they think it's cool, but yeah. they like their job. They like being the guy. To, the I bet you they see take, some wacky stuff. Oh, because oh, yeah. it's because yeah. it's not just it's I'm not just be a snakes. Fly on that wall. It's it's every it's every animal and fish in captivity. It is so right. So so they love their job. They don't want us to lose our stuff. But the commission as a whole, or the people in Florida that "quote unquote" have a say, mm -hmm. they may feel otherwise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've uh, I've done a couple ride-alongs with FWC, and I'm working on trying to do one with the captive wildlife investigator in I two position. Um, but so for my first venomous inspection, after he left um, my residence, he told me he was going to inspect some people that were keeping geese. So they have, yeah. So what? they all, all people. <laughs> they definitely keep a pulse on or try to for the people that are doing it, you know, the right yeah. way. Uh, it's definitely interesting. And I also want to ask Phil, did you know that FWC has regulations on record keeping? Because I just found that out recently. 100%. So yeah. I, so, um, as far as what, like inventory, everything. I need, I need to I have, know they the, have inventory, but so whether I get a venomous animal from someone in Florida or for someone out of state, we need to have their address and where those animals came from. Uh, so if I buy snakes from someone in Texas, I got to be like, Hey bro, I need your home address and where these animals are coming from. And then I also need to apply for the free import permit into Florida to receive these animals. Right. And, yep. it, and it, here's the thing is it's not so much <clears throat> and it, it needs to be an invoice of some mm -hmm. kind yep. it was a gift like so underground reptiles gifted me this you know mm -hmm. trouser snake right and <laughs> i need oh. a receipt i need a receipt yep. that yes. says this was gifted to me by underground reptiles on such and such a date and such and such a time blah 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 and i understand the concept of that but mm -hmm. at the same time i have cocktail napkins that say I sold Phil Cobra on this right. date, Bob. <laughs> and you know that what? Awesome. There's your receipt. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, 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 I'm I'm dealing I'm dealing with that now because I have stuff that's I have stuff that's wild caught in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yep. How do you put that into your? You no, know, I was gifted cotton mouth from 
Mother Nature, right? <laughs> From Hendry County, Florida. Yes, 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 exactly. So, but yeah, then that's the thing. It will be the key to the city. So not only do we have to have the, the import to the state, we also have to have our, our for lack of a better word, ledgers, our bound book, if you will, mm-hmm. of, of acquisitions and dispositions, right? That's on a yearly basis. Births, deaths, and then if you have class three, what was sold, what was bought, all that. Yeah. So, yep. But again, that keeps the serious from the impulse, right? It does. You're right. Like, You're absolutely right. Because at the end of the day, I, I would rather you guys who are keeping records of the things you're getting, where they're going, what they are, et cetera, than buying from some guy in Oregon who caught a rattlesnake in his backyard and right. <laughs> shipped it right. over to you. Yeah. No, and that's the big, yeah. it's a really important thing too. And like I said, when I was working for the Rattlesnake Conservancy and we talked about captive management during our handling courses, um, and the hours, and you're you're right. It does weed out the people that really should not be keeping this, these animals. Um, unfortunately, depending on where you are in the state and who you work with, there are, there are ways around that. People mm-hmm. pay for their hours. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to put it out oh, there. Oh yeah, I bet. People absolutely pay for their hours. Well, I guess it should be rephrased to it weeds out the people that are thinking about doing it seriously. Yes, the ones that don't care. Mm-hmm whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and going back to what uh, uh, Smitty mentioned earlier, um, when I first got involved in reptiles, which was not that long ago, I thought people who kept venomous snakes were like top tier, like they knew what they were doing, super professional, only like zoological professionals kept venomous. What the hell happened? And the longer I've been involved sure. in this industry, I'm like, geez, most people who keep venomous maybe shouldn't be keeping venomous. But um, one thing that I'm super excited to be working on now, which I'm just going to put it out there. Sorry, Cody and Pia, but I'm the one driving this bus now is, um, <laughs> you know, being being responsible, a responsible venomous keeper is super important. And there are a couple different businesses and organizations that offer handling courses. And uh, hopefully very soon, RPI will be one of those organizations working on trying to build people to be responsible venomous keepers and following all your regulations and even if there is no regulation in your state secondary containment escape roof enclosures bite protocols inventory records set the standard basically set the standard exactly so i'm excited about i like that, that. that's awesome yeah, yeah i wish fucking oregon had that <laughs> <laughs> i just hate that state like just, <laughs> you wipe it off you wipe off the map i'd be like eh, all right. yeah yeah. Damn redwoods! <laughs> I think they're so cool with their giant prehistoric trees. They just the want to copy Seattle. Like they just—they're copycats. I mean, we can get rid of Seattle too. That's fine. Yeah, downtown. Just keep the rest of the state. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I will. Uh, I will also say this, just because we're on the, the topic of you know the receipts and the record keeping, all that. You know, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Um, there are certain individuals, <clears throat> journalists. <clears throat> Who, um, who put out articles yearly because unlike certain other licenses in our country, captive wildlife is public record. Yes. So what they do is every year, usually around the holidays, because okay. there's really nothing else going on, uh, they'll post an article about, are there dangerous wildlife living next door to you? Are yep. you sharing a wall with a black mamba? And it's your next door was, neighbor, Joe Exotic. Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. And what they do is they post a list of every single person mm-hmm. on Google Maps, and then they make a dot on your house. 
Like you're a wow. friggin' and now, pedophile. And not yeah, only that, but it tells them scary. what you have yep. in terms of licenses. So you can go on there, you can click the link on, you know, uh, uh, blah, 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 paper.com. And you can click the link and it will open Google Maps with all the little blue dots all over the state of Florida. You can click the dot in your neighborhood and it says that there's Derek and he keeps giraffes. And now yeah. every, everyone yeah, knows everyone knows that, you know, the Crotalis cowboy keeps fire breathing dragons. Those would be hard to hide. <laughs> they might like be those would be pretty hard. obvious. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's yeah. Oh gosh, that's an uncomfortable thing too. Cause like I keep these animals in my own home where I have young kids and that's like you said, that's public record. Anybody can look it up and know where I live. And it's something yep. that makes me definitely a little uncomfortable. And even okay. like, Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, cause isn't your address public record anyway? Like you can go on to Zillow and get your that's public true. records and that's get true. who's on, cause I used to do that for work. So right, but they don't. They don't need to know what I have indoors. Right, Correct. that's true. But if the argument is, you know, where where do you live? Who owns right. the home? Yeah, that's but here's the thing. Point. Here's the thing is, is that if all of a sudden the HOA decides that they don't want me there, they can evict. That's me. because absolutely. of because of that. Right, right. That is totally understandable. Yeah. It sounds like well, a discrimination about, lawsuit to me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. talk about there being like footage of inside your house and like that being public record as well. Uh, I don't know because when I get inspected, they have a body cam. They do have yeah. body cams. And I, I ask, it's, it, the minute they come to the door, it's I watch him. He goes, he goes, hey, Mr. Wolf, good morning. Whoosh, turns it on. Yep. He says, uh, I'm I am investigator so-and-so, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, blah, 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 blah. And then he'll turn it off. And then he'll say, do you want me to turn back on in the room? And I say, yes. And he'll, he won't show the inside of my house. And then the minute he goes to the door to that room, where it's yeah. on the door, it says, you know, danger of venomous reptile, blah, blah, blah. Then he goes and turns it on and walks in the room. How's it going again? That's nice. That's <laughs> not like that <laughs> Yeah. So, they have to do it, they have to do it. At least right. And, and I, I don't, I don't yeah. mind that. I mind them showing the inside of my house. Yes, right. That, yeah. yeah. That's you know true. what I mean? There's no, what's the point in that? Yeah. So. No, nobody wants to see all the shitty decor on your walls. <laughs> all my unwashed dishes and laundry. All yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. The worst was animatronic a, bass hanging on the wall. You know, <laughs> don't, like, worry. don't worry. Be happy. <laughs> exactly. Oh, there's a fly fish. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> so what I think is funny is you know Derek was saying how most of us when we live in Florida you know our our first bedroom was the venomous room. Mm -hmm. You know I lived with my parents <clears throat> and my parents were cool enough to and and they they knew that they could trust me and be responsible and my parents were awesome <laughs> like that and. When the first time they, the, mag, the newspaper article came out with the GPS coordinates of everyone's house, I had a woman drop off a seven-foot green anaconda on my doorstep. What? Because she saw the article. She saw that I was listed for anacondas on my license, and she said, I, my, son, rescue. My, said, my son went to the Army. I don't want to take care of this anymore. Here, you already have a license for it. He didn't have a license. <laughs> what the fuck? So I had a seven foot pissed off green anaconda. Oh, in the pissed case. off. Yeah. yeah. So like, <laughs> that's, like what do you mean? It was illegal for her son to have it. Yeah. I mean, just to drop it off at someone's house. If you're not a designated rescue. It, it, they don't care. It's yeah, Florida. Care. It's the easiest care. out she could find. She, she, I commend her for not dropping it off at a Petco. Yeah. Right. Or better yet, she could have just threw it in a dumpster. Yeah. They do it with babies and puppies. 
at a local pet store, somebody dropped off a couple like sub adult bridles as ball pythons. Nice. Pay ball python price. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, man, this this show got twisted quick. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're talking about like babies and dumpsters and stuff. Jesus. Sorry, it got got real dark real quick. You know what it was is is that. Derek's lights on his timers on his lights all turned off and it got dark. That's when it took a turn. That's well, when it took a turn. Yeah, Darth Kratalis. That's real. Dorothy Lapis. <laughs> You're talking about me again. Yeah. Bill's talking all sorts of shit. Of yeah. course. <laughs> <laughs> I love Something it. Something about babies and dumpsters. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you did miss that one. <laughs> oh, Florida. We oh, love you. The Sunshine State. The one shines. place where you probably could find a baby and a green anaconda in the same dumpster on the same <laughs> uh, Yeah, that's true. That is true. In Washington. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised to see that here either, but oh, <laughs> that's true. I like to not think about that though. <laughs> yeah, right. I just like right. think everyone likes to smoke pod and drink coffee. So <laughs> how many good. of those animals behind y'all are ball pythons? Yeah, all of most them. Of them. <laughs> I mean, this is my wall. All of ball pythons. All okay. ball pythons. And we have everything else. Some carpets, some rainbows. In the mix. Some demarrows boas. You still, you guys still post stuff where I'm like, I didn't even know they had that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like every like week, it's like, damn. Oh no, we yeah. do that on purpose. We don't show up a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so we have content for the next week. <laughs> if I remember to post it. Yeah. Yeah, he's my social media guy. Oh, Ocala. <laughs> you guys want to see a white look? Always. Yeah. All right, I'll pull it out. What you guys the, the, the stash mail. protects him. If I can figure out which is the male. The baby? Oh, no. Oh, not no, that one, adults. though. Oh. I don't know. There's some beards that I rarely post, and I keep forgetting. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I probably haven't posted this one yet. But at the same time, everyone's going to be like, probably this, thinking it's the same one I posted last week. <laughs> Yesterday was a cleaning day for me, and I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, man, I should have probably made some TikTok videos. <laughs> I really, really I've been super lazy about the, the video shooting. Jake wants to bring THP TV back, though. So. Oh, nice. He, he says that, but he's not the one who has to edit the videos. <laughs> Marcus. Hey, Marcus. Should we start a super chat to see if uh, Jeff gets bit? <laughs> oh, nice, nice. It was funny. Jake was over the other night looking at, at everything, and he's like, every every drawer was like, this is a Baird's, this is a Baird's, this is a Baird's. He's like, how many of these damn things do you have? I was like, this is like half the room. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nice, nice. It's uh, ridiculous. And I, I went out. Know. I had to go out this weekend to buy tubs, and oh, I, I forgot know. how expensive tubs were. Oh, <laughs> Dude, <laughs> especially when you buy the nice ones. Yeah. Yeah, Katie always asks me why I have so many, and I'm like, you don't understand. I can't just throw these away, all right? No yeah, you way. don't. Got, you never throw so away. So much money in tubs. Right? Like our whole nice. garage, just tubs. Just tubs. Jeff gets so mad. He's like, we can't do anything with trash. I'm like, it's storage. I don't want to have to go buy these again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I have it's crazy how light that snake satin is. Demon. It looks That's... so light, though. It's crazy. Yeah. You afraid? Yeah, you yeah. don't know. I got the boy. 
That's awesome. Not all whitelists are created equal. Yeah, yeah you're right about that. <laughs> I would do this with most of ours. Our young male, he's the devil. Like he, no matter what you do, he's the he stereotypical just, white lip. Yeah, he yeah. just wants to kill. Yeah, that's amazing. Chill, though. I, I will say, for me personally, next to Apodora, which I know y'all now have, uh, the white lips are absolutely my favorite pythons. Yeah. See, I, we were talking about them in the little group chat last night, and I just I don't know. Like that's a species that they're cool, but I I don't see myself ever getting any just because I just Apodora white lips. White lips. I do. I, I miss my white lips. <laughs> dude, I don't know, man. I as much as I love carpets, dude. I already my, have a, my fuscus are growing on me big time. I need have a quote unquote yeah. tame tannin bar. You do have a tame tannin bar. <laughs> I get, I'm getting Vietnam flashbacks just looking at those because they make me think of the demon in my room. Well, these guys are fine. According to Cox, it was Korea. Oh. <laughs> Oh man! So, uh, Gendra, why don't you? One of you guys pull out the stream light. Let's see if we can get some iridescence. Oh, nice! Oh yeah, the stream light. Yeah, yeah. Jeff knows what I'm talking about. You got the light on you, babe. Oh, took it from me. Yeah, because I was fidgeting with it. See, it's it's like, it's also kind of funny that like I don't have any desire to keep those, but I'm like all oh, about some Ganyasoma. Justin, can you put them full screen so we can see the iridescence? Yeah. Yeah. Try to get her heads in it look he's like oh hello oh, nice like, I what, if they just, what if they started locking up right there <laughs> that would be okay i'll take Man, it they're so hard to breed pulling like, out the light on them <laughs> i mean they get along they probably lock up but we just don't see it it's what's crazy yeah, is the the snake that has the light on it isn't the one showing the iridescence <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, oh look at that that's it, nuts yeah. oh yeah absolutely beautiful yeah, this camera is not doing it justice, I'm sure. No, you guys notice any difference in terms of behavior between those and the golds? Oh my god, we get that question like every week. <laughs> it all depends on the individual snake. I mean, we yeah. have a. That makes sense. That I mean, they're more or less the same, though. Like, you don't notice any major differences between the two? No. Not really. Um, I think it just depends on, yeah, like These how you handle them, how you keep them, where they came from, what their background is, like how, you know, you tame them. Mm -hmm. You know, because there's a lot of people who just do the hook. And Jeff was I, about to lick it. <laughs> What's <he> doing? <laughs> I, I will say this. With this species in particular, it, it seems like they do not enjoy being hooked. Like, at all. Like, unless you're, like, pulling them out of their yeah. like you're just doing. Mm -hmm. But they do not like that. The texture of the hook. I think um, confidence is key, though, with these guys. If you yeah. hesitate, if you're, yeah. like, unsure, oh, they're yeah. going to think, okay, what's going on? Yeah. Trying to eat me, type thing. It's like prison. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I walk so... up and they're like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Been here a few times. Yeah. Well, he's got a tight grip on me now. Yeah, but they're cool. Super impressive. I'll put them away. I don't want to push my luck too much. I know. So. I'm like, he's eyeballing me right now. Like, he's gonna is that a subock, Derek? Yeah, Derek. It is a subock. Is that the silver? No, my this box senses were tingling. The triple head. Apparently, this little boy is het for albino, silver, and blonde. Whoa. Mm. We'll find out. I've got one female, unfortunately, but uh, I'll be pairing them up as soon as they are of size. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. 
But um, going back to the white lips, I've got kind of a funny story about probably two months ago now. Um, the individual who I sold my female gold phase white lip to messaged me and they were like, hey, my adult male white lip has some stuck eye caps and we can't get him out of his enclosure. Can you come over? <laughs> <laughs> so I went over and it was, I was like, all right, cool. I'll just use a snake hook in my hands and we'll get this done. And I got him out. And I, I was like, maybe I should have kept my white lips because apparently these people are a little bit too afraid of their snakes. And I think about that every day. <laughs> so you, you've got it back, right? Oh, God, no, I wish. But I, uh, I, I, I needed, I, I really needed at the time the money that I was selling those white lips for because I was trying to build this venomous room. So, nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, not cheap. <laughs> yeah, Middleton has the subawk bug now too. He does. Yeah, he does. Yes. He also messaged me about some centicolis a while back. Mm. Well. Yeah. This one's got some cool stuff. Mm -hmm. How about them Ganyasoma? Ganyasoma. I almost pulled the trigger on some hatchling Jance and I at Underground a while back, but they were gone before I could even make a decision. That might have been the, the eggs that they they had a female yeah. come in that Henry yeah. messaged me about. And he's like, dude, she laid eggs. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm sitting here yeah. trying to get mine to make something happen. I don't know what I'm not doing. <laughs> and they come yeah. in and drop eggs and hatch them. It's like no big deal. God, yeah, those are such cool snakes. Derek, they sold for like 800 bucks, right? Oh, Probably. gosh. Something like say, that. Yeah, yeah. seven or eight. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why I was like, uh, you know, I don't know if I have that right now. And then I was like, let me check again, and they were all gone already. Yeah. I've been keeping mine together. Yeah. I don't ever, I don't ever see them. I see like a head pull back into the tube as soon as I, mm -hmm. I walk in the cork tube. And if I want to see them, I have to go and pull them out myself. Yeah. Smitty, can you can you make uh, Derek full screen so we can see that sub on? Oh God. Come on, yeah. Man, hold, hold it up. <laughs> there it is. Nice. Got Do you have a light in your room? Neck stripes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the snake that could give me TikTok, TikTok famous. For real. <laughs> Dude, they're so cool, man. Yeah. They're awesome. The I love these snakes. My Adorable. wild rose pass pair, man. They're they're absolute monsters with food. Like the female will come out of the tub to get it. Oh, that's Thanks, awesome. Guys. Like I, I fed her last night and I literally pulled her out and put her on my cart and let her finish eating because I didn't want her to get a bunch of shavings and stuff all over the mouse. Yeah. And she just let me pull her out with the mouse in mouth and like just put it on the table. <laughs> That's didn't, awesome. She didn't, give, she didn't get care at all. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, if I and see the, some of those at Daytona, I might be picking them up. The male was hilarious too because if I'm in the room and he's like I have mice on, he's like at the front of the tub like. Yeah. Hey. It's funny you say that because both of my males are very like, oh, there are rodents in here, feed yeah, me. Yeah. But my females like, mm, I'll eat when I want to eat. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> trust my wild rose past female at all. She's, she's a little, little bit of an asshole. So <laughs> she's like the anti subok man. She's, she's like a, yeah? one of the one of the five percent or brettles, you know, that are just plain <laughs> untrustworthy. Yeah. My two males, super chill, no problem. Mm -hmm. I sold uh, one of our northern white lip males to uh, to, to somebody at a show, and they messaged us asking how to tame down one of their brettles. Not the white lip. <laughs> I'm scared to get it out of the cage. Are you sure we're talking so about? If you brettles? got one of those, don't bother. It's not going to oh change. Oh boy! Oh boy! 
very surprised about that message. That's funny. When when brettles are bad, man, they're they're pretty bad. Yeah. So Riley says he has a couple bad ones too, right? Our chill. Our chill. Yeah, Phil did what are you are you guys looking for anything at Daytona this year in particular? No, no, we are not. Yes, no, case. we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we have all of Liasis. I need some Fuscus. Yeah, Plus, we, we do, but we need yeah. I want those. I mean, those yeah, Phil, really Phil nice may know somebody. Oh. As long as they're 100 percent pure, whatever what they are. Oh, Look at that Fiji bottle. Must be a little snake out here. Yeah, where's the pygmy? There's a pygmy around here somewhere. Do you have sponsorship from them yet, Phil? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, we need to work on that. Be like, look. And bang. Come on. Like, how badass yes. would it be if you got a picture of that in a Fiji bubble? <laughs> Send us that for promotional thing. What did I miss? Your Fiji sponsorship that you're going to set up? Yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Do you know if Jay is going to have more Fuscus at Daytona? Uh, Probably not. Okay. Probably not. I Sorry, don't. Jeff. Jeff wants Fuscus, and I was like, I, I think Phil knows a guy. I had to be one of the cool kids. So this is not my snake. This is Anna Maria's snake, but this is the Davis County. Make it bigger. Oh, full screen. Ah, I'm nice. like really nice. dropping the ball. That's okay. Look at those eyes. Oh, my God. Uh, amazing. They are some <laughs> of the dumbest looking snakes. Those goldfish with the big bubbly eyes on the side. I mean, the Apodora. <laughs> Apodora have eyes like that, too. So this is Rose. Rosita. They just look confused all the time. All the time. And it's she's <laughs> so much more orange in real life. What oh, is liquid death sponsor? Isn't that a Beer. It's water. It's water. Uh, water. Just <laughs> Had some of the Dave Matthews Band concert. It's pretty damn good. That's an awesome snake. That is I really need, awesome. Uh, I need another female. They're just like, look, where, where am I? What are you doing? Who are you? Leave me alone, mister. Not a thought between those eyes. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> it's like a Windows screensaver. Just that little logo just bouncing around. <laughs> no, come on, guys. She's she's super intelligent, man. Believe it or not, super, super intelligent. Like like stalking her prey and like rolling all of her paper towels into her water bowl. She knows exactly how to do it. Puzzle <laughs> feeder intelligence. Yes, yes. <laughs> but like the I love the contrast, the neck bars. Still smarter she's than Condros. <laughs> yes, yes. Still smarter than a freezer snake. <laughs> oh boy. I'm scared to get them. Like, I just know my luck would be like, okay, straight to the freezer you go. They're pretty, though, but, man, I don't trust myself. Here's when they're solid, they're really solid. Yeah. When they're not, they're really not. <laughs> so it's all about where you get it. Who you yeah. get it from. Well, when Dom Absolutely. told us about that parasite that crawled out of hers, I was like, Bleh. I can't do it. I can't do it. No, where is Dom? Not in the chat. I know. Where is she? What the hell? <laughs> Damn, Dom. She's probably getting her woo-woo along somewhere. <laughs> Damn college kids. <laughs> they don't know how to stop. When well, are y'all getting be Bairds? I didn't even know we were going to be on until... I want Bairds. I really do. Jeff told me like 10 minutes before the show ones out there. When are you going to produce them for me? Oh... See the, the issue. The the problem is, is like they don't have big clutches. Mm -hmm. 
and they take a little longer than most colubrids to hatch. So like you have the oh, oh yeah closer nice. <laughs> full screen. Oh, hold on. He's a little breathing a little too hard in that microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call him out. That is awesome. No, Smitty. Stretch it out. Stretch it out, there. <laughs> Are we stretching? Don't worry about it. What, what yeah, is that? Andy, that hypo bears that he, that yeah. they don't, the albinos or hypos, whatever you want to call them, don't all look like that, unfortunately. I wish they did. But that is something so I plan stuff. on exploring is that hypo gene and some of the other locality stuff. So. I've only seen the bears in person once, and they're really pretty. But there are some Mexicans. Yeah, I saw North the Mexicans at Almorf Market. Yeah, they're expensive. They are. A little, little steep for what they are, in my opinion. Yeah. And here's the, okay, so here's the other thing about that the the Mexicans on on Morph Market right now, right? Mexicans on, mm-hmm. huh? okay. The Mexican bears. <laughs> <laughs> the the seller only posted the picture of the male. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you're claiming they're San Antonio Zoo stock, why aren't you posting pictures of both the parents? It's like is the female not Mexican, and that's why you're only posting mm-hmm. the male? Like that is just one. I don't know. Suspicious. I don't know. And at prices like that, I'd expect pictures of both parents, but that's right. just me. I'll tell you what. I got my pair from the Captive Bread Studio off of Morton mm-hmm. Market, and the pictures of the adults that they sent me were absolutely phenomenal, and I am super excited to watch these grow out. That Davis County uh, mail that Chris sent me, he's in shed right now, so as soon mm-hmm. as he sheds, there's going to be pictures posted for sure because I'm, oh, I'm yeah. anxious to see what he looks like without that jungle skin quote unquote mm-hmm. I feel left out that everybody got something from Chris <laughs> just message him he'll send I'm you about anything to you want him right now like this is bullshit get some Nerodia yeah I do I'm probably gonna end up getting some more corns from him like some Tessera stuff he's hatching out so much and I'm like dude how about you just you surprise me send me a, a, a bag or a box with like four in it I don't want to know what they are like tell me when they get here but like <laughs> surprise me you know is that something I also like? I've never. I love tessera corns. As far mm-hmm. as morphs go, tesseras are awesome. What I've, kind of corns did you breed for a bit? Normals. <laughs> yeah, <up to> <laughs> I'm anxious. Well, I'm. I, I don't really I have any desire to That's to so mess cool, with though. the morph stuff all that much, but I am extremely anxious to try and tie it into the locality stuff that I have and see what happens. But that would be. Nice. Like, it very likely will you know won't be anything special, but. I, don't know. I think the locality stuff's important too, though. Oh yeah, for sure. And I want to do it with Tessera's because Tessera's, you know, that being a uh, incomplete dominant, you know, you're gonna get those right off the rip. So indigos, yeah. Uh, Our buddy's selling some indigos right now. I was like, oh, I wish I had indigo money though. <laughs> yeah, it makes two of us. <laughs> Maybe I'm telling you, we just gotta get like an OnlyFans just for your stash. Oh like... yeah, yeah, just the stash. <laughs> Yeah, I thought about auctioning off for you know US Arc at the. Carpet no, house. absolutely not. What I was gonna say is just pluck one hair a month. Oh, and see how much no. see how much money you not. get. Can I do this is not. Can I pluck it? No. <laughs> not you wouldn't understand the pain. Like you think childbirth is painful? You know what sucks when you're taking a drink out of a soda can and it gets caught yeah, on that little on tab. tab. Like ah. Or or as both of you know quite well. Uh, uh, particular car butt stocks 
Oh. Like right, right there, you know? Yeah. Or getting your manhood caught in your zipper. Ooh. Ooh. How'd you get That's the beans about the Frank? <laughs> there was, so there was this weird point in time for like a month where that happened to me like two or three times and i thought maybe i'd been cursed or something i was like almost in tears dude it it hurts so bad not again <laughs> yeah that's exactly what i said i don't know i just thought that was interesting that it happened multiple times in a short span Never done that thing. Either. I think someone was yeah. doing some voodoo or something on me. I don't know. All right, Derek. What are you looking for, Daytona? Genus. Oh boy, um, I do have a list for Daytona. Um, I'm definitely looking for a female subock <laughs> because I need as many of those as I can possibly get my hands on. Are worth their weight in gold, man. They're they so really are. Like I don't. At this point, I don't care if it's uh, a locality, whether it's het for something like a azanthic or blonde. I need females, and I need lots of them. Um, I'm also going to keep my eye out for some Alafe Carnata because I love king rats. They are. I think you have a good chance of seeing some. those, seeing how yes, popular yes. those have gotten in the last yeah. couple, you know, yes. months. I'm that guy. Where I have a list on my phone of, and it's broken down. It's like, okay, venomous, colubrids, boas, pythons. What am I looking for? And I will be scrolling that as I walk around the Daytona Expo. Oh, male Apodora. That's on our list too. Yeah. See, I need a female, or at least one female. Wait, you have so a you male. Have a male. I do have a male. I'll trade oh, you. Oh, so like, we'll just send you our address. Then... Man, y'all are coming down here, right? <laughs> <laughs> now we got three girls and no male. So it's like, ah. male. Okay, so what's your protocol for Daytona? Like when you get there, like do you just like go by every table like as quickly as you can, and then like, it depends on who you ask. Yeah, there's a certain like I I I like to do a quick run through. Okay. Take mental note of what's where, and then go back. But the ones you like. But if something is if something slaps you in the face, you have to buy it on the spot, no hesitation. Because because there is a high probability that the minute you walk past it, it will it will be gone. I've had that happen so many times. Yeah. Nice pool. Oh nice. Good job, Steve. I'm pumped because this Daytona will be the first Daytona in a long time that I've gone as just someone to enjoy the show. Like last year it was, oh, Rattlesnake Roundtable for TRC. And then I think the year or two years before that, I was there with Ashton Biological Preserve setting up a table. So this year I get to go shop with money that I probably shouldn't be spending. But, you know, it's worth it. That's exactly what we're going to be doing. Yeah. I need to message Ron Allen and see what if he's going to have any more bears there because I might have to get another pair. Yeah, but we, but we are going to be he's going to the Mexicans. alligator farm, so that'll be cool. Yeah, uh, we're, we need to wants figure to that out. Hell yeah! I, I haven't been there in so long. I'd like to go there again. Yeah, we'll be doing it the same day as the RPI event. We're going to do it. Uh, oh, cool! Morning, okay, and then afternoon. Afternoon, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, we're going, and then we'll head over to Cody and Pia's. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Also, uh, Nick from Arbronia Alliance messaged me today, and he's looking to get a group of people together to go herping the day before and probably the day after the RPI event. Sign so me up, 100%. Definitely need to make something happen. Yeah. I'll message you about that because I want to yeah. be there. Yeah, cool. All right. Yeah, well, do you guys find much? Do you do much herping up there where y'all are at? 
species do you guys even have up there? Uh, we have alligator lizards. We have some Pacific rattlesnakes over on the eastern side. Nice. A uh, bunch of garter snakes, rubber yeah. boas, which are, you know, oh, those are yeah, super I cool. Oh, yeah, those. Was that? We had uh, night snakes? Night snakes. Yeah, we just, oh, like, cool. I think there's some. Not schlagen. Not schlagen. Have I found anything besides garter snakes? No. <laughs> Still trying, though. We have, like, a ton of different species of salamanders, though. I'm trying to convince Casey Lazic to take us herping. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. He's, he finds everything. I don't know if you follow him on Facebook or social Instagram, but... He, he finds all the cool stuff. Those really blue garters. Oh, those are nice. So those Puget Sound ones. Yeah, yeah, Puget really Sound garters. Super high blue ones. That's awesome. Uh, what species of night snake is it? Are they all the same? Uh, no. no, I think there's three or four actually. Right. So the Great Basin night snake. I think that's what it is. Let me find the Nachschlagen. Every time we found one of those in Texas, you'd hear someone yell, Nachschlagen. <laughs> Yeah, and then there was really bad German accents for two hours to follow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we have gopher snakes here. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. I haven't found those either, though. No, not at all. And we're really bad when we go hiking and stuff. We never, like, we're just so focused on, like, the mountain that we yeah. like, forget about it, about everything else. Well, those look the same as the other night snakes we found in Texas. Well, that's, that's how it always happens, <laughs> is that... When you're a herper, you mm. never find anything, but the person walking their dog finds the, you know, yep. life. Exactly. What is this? Yeah. Well, first of all, I hate yeah. you. Yeah. 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 I can't tell you the last time I've hiked out in Eastern Diamondback, but like two weeks ago, I had someone seven minutes from my house call me and be like, hey, come relocate this Eastern Diamondback for me. What? <laughs> nice. Yeah. But you go looking for him, you can't find him. No, not my at all. My pleasure. Yep. It's well, like I also I, I also make keynote is I make keynote is to anytime someone calls me or texts me and says, "Hey, mm-hmm. I got X, Y, and Z in my yard. Do you mm-hmm. want to come get it?" I always tell them to to send me something to scale, like <laughs> throw a dollar bill in there, throw a ballpoint pen in there. Let me see what I'm working with here right. because. I've gone and they'd be like, oh, yeah, I've got this baby rattlesnake. And it's like five foot. Or, or better yet, or better yet, it's like, oh, I, I got this eastern coral snake. You know, it's it's the best one I've ever seen. It's so mm-hmm. thick and perfect and blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll drive the two hours to go get that animal. Right. And I get there, and it's literally a cocktail straw. And I, I just I just let it go, you know? I tell you about the, the six-foot snake I got called to come remove from someone's house, and it was like a fresh out of the egg rat snake. <laughs> Really? Six foot python. Uh, <laughs> I roll up and there's a five gallon bucket in the yard and I'm like uh no. what? I had like, someone really? I had someone message me saying that they've been illegally keeping an Eastern Diamond back for almost a full year and they feed it one small rat a week. And I'm like, this is going to be the most obese Eastern Diamondback I've ever seen in my life. Wow. And um, they were uh, several hours away from me. So I ended up not being the one to go pick it up. But I'm friends with the person who did. And they were like, yeah, this." The, they were lying because this Eastern Diamondback is extremely small for a year. <laughs> so you can never trust what people no. are telling you. That's why we have you know local people pick up some feeders from us every once in a while when we have extras. Mm-hmm. We're like, I'll just take a small rat. And if you bring you know, our small rat is different than their small rat, right? Like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> okay, so you want a pup? Okay, got it. <laughs> totally different. Oh gosh. 
Those night snakes were really cool, though. I really enjoyed playing with those in Texas. Such cool little snakes, man. I want to, like, do, like, what... Was it Mark Warrior, Ryan? Oh, yeah, they went out there recently. He found some subox, actually. I don't know if you saw that picture. Definitely want to go again, man, especially after seeing all the stuff that Chris and them found that too. Know, yeah. a month after we were there in the same spots. They were killing it. Yeah. Literally. He found a monster subog. Same spots. It's just luck of the draw, I think, you know, you gotta catch them. Right I think they had more rain than we did. That was part yeah. of it. Yeah. I also we only, we only had a couple shot like sprinkles. We I didn't have any heavy rain. Feel like the week with that we were there is the same week that everyone else in the country wanted to go there. You know what I mean? Well, maybe. I mean, the hotel, like the the Oasis, was. I mean, it was all the parking spots were pretty damn well filled up. So. Yeah. 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 I also <laughs> want to get on private property too because I feel like there's so much there's so much private property out there. That's just nobody. Nobody herps it, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, we had that one guy at the food truck who said he. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he offered had private property. And we never, we never took him up on it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, he's he like, might oh, be yeah. murdered, but. No, well, it's like, like he just called. met some random guy and he just told you about his private property. That... <laughs> yeah, well, it was the it was the guy <laughs> working the food truck, right? Yeah. Oh, because that's better. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> legit, you know? yeah, but you gotta realize too is we're like in herping mecca. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, on the side of the food truck, in Sharpie marker, it said, Baird's greater than Alterna. Yeah. Which, if like, you're in the secret Baird group, that's the cover photo. Nice, nice. And uh, he was like, yeah, he's like, uh, if you if you want, I'll give you the number of a guy who owns, like, 400,000 acres. For 100 bucks a head, he'll let you herp it for a week. Oh, is that what he said? Uh, yeah. I didn't know we had to pay. I thought he just said, hey, I know a spot. If you guys No, no, no. It's because oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, he's like, 100 bucks, you can herb it for the week. But I'm sorry, but dude, it, 100 bucks to have private property, and you're the only herpers there for an entire week. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, that's not bad. You know what I mean? That's pretty good. Even if it was 100 bucks a person. Yeah. It increased your chances of finding something, though. Yeah. A whole lot, so it's, I yeah. think it might be worth it. Especially yeah. considering I just spent almost, you know, two hundred dollars on a bottle of bourbon. So I mean, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, right. Right. I mean, that's still. I'd do it, I mean, yeah. that's. Yeah. See a problem with that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cool thing about private property too is, you can take stuff home if you want. Ah, but if you're oh, if you're true. if you're in a natural area or a protected area or a wildlife management area, that's state flora and fauna. You can't remove it. If you're on private property and it's not a protected species, that sucker's yours. If, oh, yeah, if you right. feel so inclined. Right. It was frustrating being in some of those parks and not being able to have some, some something to help flip things. And like Doolander and them were like flipping rocks with their hands and stuff in some of those yeah. spots. Like when we were looking yeah. for Lepidus and stuff. And I'm like, what, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? <laughs> well, like you saw, I, I got that when we first entered that one natural area. I found the first oak tree and I that had a broken branch on the bottom. And like, cause you know, you're not supposed to snap branches. Up. So I found a stick that was on the ground. I plucked <laughs> off all the little, you know, little spruits off the side of it. And I made a half ass snake hook because you can't have a snake hook. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and then thank God I did that because we hiked like what it was like 4.2 miles in that park. And there wasn't nice. a single oak tree past where I found that one. Yeah. So Ooh. it was all just like, Sage brushing crap. So you guys so, weren't allowed to have snake hooks out there? 
in, in like in the, the national yeah. state parks. Yeah. Oh, yep, it's, that's crazy. Apparently, if you do, they pretty much automatically assume you're there to collect. There's like, and I'm sure they get lied to all the time about that kind of stuff. Like, oh, we're not taking anything. So yeah. can't really yeah. blame them. I don't I, yeah. like, I understand it. I'm not like opposed to it or anything like that. It's just kind of frustrating, especially when it's like you're looking around in certain areas and you don't want to put your hands there. And it's a collapsible one would be nice. Well, then, yeah. like, there was, like, the one group that, that we're pretty sure was taking pretty much everything they found, and they had tongs and, you know. <laughs> yeah, because they don't, they don't care. What the hell? Like, it's like, a nice walking stick. Yeah. Cane. It has a look yeah. at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, right? They asked yeah. about it. Say, HIPAA, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. You're going to tell me I don't have a bad hip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just assume my gender? <laughs> okay, so we've never been to Daytona before. This is our mm. first time. <laughs> I know. Um, so, what are your guys's like tips for us? I mean, besides Pace yourself. Yeah. Okay, so that's not in the game plan. So let's go again. <laughs> talking yourself. about like the actual show or just overall? Oh, we're spending a week there, so. Oh, and oh, every oh, moment oh. of every day oh, is planned. Boy. So 18th to the 25th. So. Go to Razzles. What's that? Don't go to Razzles. <laughs> don't go to Razzles. Sounds like a strip club. That sounds like a strip club. Sounds like a cheap strip club. The best oh, hours to go are at noon on a Monday. Oh, that God. sounds horrible. It's probably the cleanest time to go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Why? Because no one's there? Or... <laughs> uh, yeah. um, I will say this. Uh, when you're in Daytona proper, stick to the resort. You okay. want to walk down like the boardwalk and like go see like some of the shops and like some like pizza parlors and crap. Go for it. Stay to the touristy areas. Everything. It's nice because everything's right like, there. You park your car in the parking lot, and then you really don't have to have your car to go anywhere. I mean, there's a cigar shop yeah. like a mile down the road, but everything's literally like in this little bubble, more or less. Are you guys staying in the hotel as well? Yeah. Yeah, the resort. Cool. Mm-hmm. I will say, if you find somewhere to park your vehicle, leave it there and don't move it. Last time I was in Daytona, yes. I got towed. So, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Or you could be like Billy and, and just have a busted ass truck with wheels that like deflate for no reason. No, man, he had a he had a blowout. What are you gonna do? do but I will say this though, uh, just on the car thing too, is if you're not parking it valet in the parking garage at the resort, mm-hmm. make sure you strip everything out of that vehicle. Oh, absolutely. Because if you if you so much as leave a nickel in the cup holder, that window's going to get smashed out and they're going to mm-hmm. burglarize that view. Yeah. Um, it's a very classy area. Yeah. yeah. And, that, that's, and that's the thing is, is Daytona is not – Daytona is a beautiful city. It's a beautiful city. It is a fairly nice area. But it's not mm-hmm. the city it used to be 20 years ago, 30 years ago. And when you venture off the main strip, it gets uh, – Dark. Uh, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say – yeah, run down, and uh, the the residents are not as friendly to tourists, and so on and so forth. Oh, so like Portland? Okay, no, oh, I got it. <laughs> no, that's as bad as Portland. No, do I know. That. If you guys know anything about Portland, it's like basically homeless city. Like, oh, nice. Crack yeah. everywhere. Like it's just yeah. But in terms of the show itself, pace yourself with seeing everything. Pace yourself with consuming and imbibing alcohol. Oh yeah, and, and stay hydrated. And I will say this because I know both of you are going to do a lot of outdoor stuff. You're going to go to the beach a lot, I'm sure. The UV index down here 
was is higher than it was when we were in West Texas in over a hundred degree temperature. The UV index is crazy down here. Yeah, so we don't get sun up here, so yeah. Sense. So I would say, like you get like the nine hundred SPF and you put it on every fifteen minutes because you'll look like a lobster. Yeah, I'm, I'm dead serious. UV index is crazy in Florida. Yeah. Okay. But be prepared for late nights. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Right, we're rooming with Dom, so I doubt we're getting any sleep. Yeah. 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 I will say I am not drinking this year. Yes, you will be. We will what? That. <laughs> yeah, what? I'm not drinking. What? Why? Because i got some medication I'm on, and it's not a good There's alcohol. other ways to get alcohol in you. There's a legitimate <laughs> medical reason. <laughs> I'm telling everyone that now. I'm telling Billy... Don't worry about it. So, we'll bring you some edibles. We got you. Oh, no, no. We're not oh, bringing man. any of that. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> my last one, one, and, one and only time, it was a nightmare. It sounded like a good time. The videos I saw, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It was. Thanks, Dom. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, okay. So are you guys like in line first thing in the morning? Like what's, yeah, what's the layout like? I would recommend, it does, but I would recommend that if what time show opens for customers mm -hmm. at nine, okay. I think so. Okay. So let's just say it opens at nine. So it opens it for vendors at eight. It opens for everyone else at nine. Mm -hmm. I would say, because you're not alone, you have each other as well as the other friends that are going to be there. Get in line at like eight fifteen, because by eight thirty the line's going to be around the building. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. It's yeah. It, and it and I don't quick. know. And even though like during during peak COVID the show still went on, and they were only letting so many people in the hall. Mm -hmm. So I would say make sure you figure that out. Well, yes. it fooled me. It didn't seem like it was any different from the year before. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a giant line that wrapped around the entire building opposed to just a bunch of people hoarded in one little area. Mm -hmm. I'll just be carrying that. a box or something in at eight o'clock with somebody and it'll be all right. Dude, yeah. they are super, they are super strict about that. Good That's luck. what security is, yeah. Security is insane. That is yeah. so different from our shows. Like, yeah, that is not a thing. Oh, and whatever animals you do purchase, I mean, obviously I know you guys are shipping them home, but if you decide to leave with something, it can't come back in. Okay. So once the animal once the animal leaves, you cannot bring that animal back in. So like don't. So like let's say you want to leave the convention center to go grab lunch somewhere, and you're going to come back. Like you leave your animals with you know me and Justin at the table or whatever, because yeah. they won't let you bring it in. And it is from personal experience, it's very easy to get lost in that hotel, especially if you're intoxicated. Oh yeah, I was yeah, in the complete wrong tower one night. Yeah, very confused. There's, there's very two scary. towers. There's a north tower and a south a south tower. Make sure you know which one you're staying in. And remember, the beach is east, the street is west. So figure it out. It'll be fine. Everything's gonna be great. It's gonna be yeah, fine. yeah. It'll be fine. It's good. It's good. I'm excited. We have our little snakes and stogies going. circle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Are we gonna do a live show for like an hour or no? I don't know. I don't know how good the internet is there. We got the whole crew coming. It sounds like, yeah, definitely. We do. I know I last year. Coming too. Oh hell yeah! 
Last year, I walked by Justin for yeah, like Yeah, that was like the seconds. 30 seconds I saw him the entire weekend. <laughs> the entire weekend. <laughs> but uh, I get to be an actual guest of this year and not someone who is coordinating an event. So I cannot wait. It's great, man. I'm actually, this is my first time vending with Hell not yeah. working for someone. Hell yeah. So I'm kind of like, I feel obligated to. St- to stay at the table, but I like I don't want to. I'm gonna put a sign that says we'll be back in ten minutes and then just <laughs> <laughs> so it's great, man. This is gonna be a hell of a show. I'm so excited. It definitely will be I'm so, so excited. Yeah. I'm about seeing everything going out there because I think yeah, it'll be so much different than what you know what we have here mm-hmm. that I think it'll be kind of like inspiring to like make changes or push changes for you know shows on our side. Sure. And then to really just get to meet people, see what other stuff's out there. Because yeah, because how many people go to the Daytona show? Just roughly. Uh, oh, a lot. I would say used to be. You're talking about vendors? You're talking about like, yes, guests. I would say a few thousand a day. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. nuts. Yeah, because we for I think it was two days for our last show. We just had, um, I think we had eight thousand. Yeah, it's a little over eight thousand for two days. Yeah. What show was that? The Piala Reptile Show. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what's the biggest one closest to y'all? Is it the Super Show? I think the Pomona? biggest Super Show would be Pomona. Yeah. The, yeah. That's... Pomona Super Show. We don't reach numbers like everybody else does. No. No, we don't. And I mean, like, in a lot of the buyers that we get are, you know, it's a lot of families, which is fine. You know, people want to check it out, you know, maybe get their first ball python. We really don't get to necessarily have like really great conversations with people who are actually mm-hmm. in the hobby, besides with other vendors, obviously. You know, and then there's like a few random people you'll you'll get to finally meet from offline. You're like, oh, you're so and so. Like, yeah. you keep this species, but you don't you know you don't vend or whatever. And it's like that's cool, but like being able to go to a show like this, I think would be really, I don't know, it'll just be really eye opening. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you I'm excited. The, you get the nice Florida humidity. Oh shit! Nothing like it. And is that the like a smothering thing? air? I was gonna say, is that a thing out there too? Like, where people just don't wear deodorant? Is that like a <laughs> Florida? <laughs> Good point. Okay. Yeah. We always joke every year at every big show that, like, we you know, ZooMed comes out and sponsors us and stuff. You they get a little package, like little yeah, made no. of fish crap that we'll just like put in like a little deodorant inside everyone's back. Nice. <laughs> Yes, Skinner's first big show. Yeah, <laughs> we wanted to do Tinley this year, but it's the same day as yeah. our October show. Uh, so yeah. we're like, uh, and we have all the babies that are just hatching out. So we have like you know thirty or so babies that are gonna be ready definitely. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. so spend, a- spend money or make money. I don't know. Definitely, just do both. Yeah, you'll just stay here and I'll go. How about no? <laughs> <laughs> It's a good time though. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, Daytona's that's I mean I've only gone the last two years, but that is like a show that I will it's gonna be on my calendar like as soon as this one ends, like I'm gonna be making sure that I'm you know off for the, the next one. It's just it's become a show that I you know I cannot miss. Like it's that's the if there's anything reptile related that I have to definitely get to, it's it's Daytona, you know. Oh yeah. It's tradition. out with everybody. Yeah, we'll go to is Daytona. Tradition. You guys have a I lot just, of variety at that show. Ah, uh, I'd say so. I'd say that you know you have your banks of 
ball pythons and a couple years it's hognose and cresties and a lot of corn snakes last year <clears throat> a ton of corn snakes but everyone has an eclectic group of stuff within it so like just because there's a table with 500 ball pythons on it there might be like 15 colubrids at the very end yeah you know what i mean there's always everyone has a good variety of stuff so i i will say i think it was two years ago i saw more rough scale pythons in my life yeah at Daytona. Than yeah. I have ever it's ridiculous. Yeah, multiple tables with rough scales. Oh, yeah, really crazy. <laughs> this stuff you don't see out here a lot, so like, yeah. that'll be cool to see. Last year, I think there were I, I saw a couple couple pairs of white lips, some ringed pythons as well. Mm -hmm. Some some really cool stuff. You just gotta keep your eyes peeled for it. There's some really there's some big Jansen eye. Yes, but because of the table and who it was, I was like, I ain't. <laughs> I ain't doing it. The same. They were, we they were I mean, they're table. definitely yeah. imports, but just. Oh, yeah. People Look, Scott's going to say ruffies are boring. Ruffies are boring. Scott. <laughs> Scott. You got them in your backyard. How dare you, Yeah. <laughs> the only pythons I will bring into this room are ruffies, or eventually I'll get back into bread lie. Or bread lee. Sorry. Yes. Excuse me. Oof, that was close. <laughs> <laughs> What about macklets? I've yes. been there. I had a, a young macklets, macklets, but uh, and they're awesome. But he said macklets on accident. That's the best part. See, that's just it. Just that's just how it rolls off the tongue. Mm, no, it's, no, it's because you said it. No. Oh God! I'm pronouncing mac. It's, it's macklots. I just Mac shorten the o. Macklets. Okay. It's that's South Carolina. It's, no. Are we, are we gonna have that debate, the colubrid debate again? Colubrids. I kind of go between the two. Sometimes it's like colubrids. That. Sometimes it's colubrids. <laughs> he fed an olam belly to a mulga. What? What a sick. <laughs> no, he fed, he fed a roughy to a mulga. Oh, okay. I'm okay with that, but goddamn. I know there's not an E, Scott. I'm saying Maclots. No, I say it quickly, Maclots. Ryan Cox, it's Ka-U-Brid. It is whatever our Lord and Savior Steve Irwin says it is. Yes. Right? Right. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> That's how the call call brid is how Dan Colgan would say it. Calubrids. Calubrids. He's, he's up in Jersey. Calubrids. I mean, if you want to go like ancient phonetic, it would be Calubridae. Mm, do that again. I'll let you just say it. Again. Well, well, I, no, it, it would be, it, yeah, it would be Calubridae. Oh, it's on fire tonight, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Why isn't Scott on here? Come on. Let me see. I may have gotten the message saying, send me the link. <laughs> okay, we need at least a minute of some Scott time. I need to hear a bit. I agree with that. Yeah, like. I know. It's only it's only eight. We got time. Yeah, it's sure. eight for y'all. So yeah, right wow. here. East Coast people, I swear. West Coast, West Coast. Am I right? This is my night. East Coast. <laughs> No, I need to work. <laughs> nice, nice. That's good. Mm. I'm on the computer. 
you can do it. Are you guys going to be taking any animals to uh, the expo or just the magazine stuff? Just magazine stuff. Yeah. For me. Billy's going to have yeah. have a lot. Yeah, Billy's got yes. a great selection this year. Oh, no. Great selection. I know, so many people we have to like meet in person when we're there. I don't think we'll meet everybody. I know. Not all of our internet friends. He said he can do it in five minutes or so. Yes. Well, I just sent him the link, so we'll see. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> no, is uh, do you know if Billy's Macs are going to be available? At that show? Uh, I don't know. Well, he's hoping to. Uh, there's, I know there's some stubborn feeders. So Billy doesn't like to bring stuff out for sale unless it is tip top, ready to rock and roll. So providing he can get, you know, things up to par, then absolutely. <laughs> Cox is just Cox is just stirring the pot. Yeah, Cox I love is how Scott trolling. says no, I need to work, and then literally not even a minute later, I can do it in five minutes. We <laughs> <laughs> love our hyper rants. If he brings Max, then I'm I'll be getting a pair of those, hundred percent. I mean, he had how many clutches did he have? Like two or three? Two. We, we have two. Yeah. We need more. We, we have a pair of them. What if we lose one? I need one. They won't be yeah. from Billy, though. They need to exactly. be from Billy. Exactly. I really want some. Derek and I are on the same page. <laughs> yeah. Yes. There he is. Hey, the glitter, there he glitter, is. Sender glitter sender himself. Glitter, glitter sender. Yeah. <laughs> That's up, Scott. G'day, fellas. How are we going? And Gendra, of course. Gendra in flesh. Yes. How are we going? I we're mean, surviving. we were fine until you said Ruffy sucked. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> we all just got confused. Yeah, but Ruffy's a boring. Yeah, so oh, rattlesnakes no. are boring. How about that? There, I said it. Sorry, Derek. Oh. What do you say? Rattlesnakes? Yeah. I'm hurt. Rattlesnakes are boring. Mate, everything's boring to you, Justin, because you go herping in your room all the time. <laughs> ah! yeah. yeah, well, I find stuff, and it's more than I can say for Phil. Ooh. Ah, ooh, that's good. That's good. Sorry. Oh. I, don't, I don't find it on camera. Sorry. I find Hashtag corn snakes roasting. all the time. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, like Barcheck always finds shit on camera. <laughs> oh, I just found it there. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. How are we going, guys? What's been happening? No escape snakes, if that's what you're asking. Yeah. <laughs> I just assumed you've got escape snakes. I don't. <laughs> it's just a given. <laughs> I got shims on everything. I got the 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 door sweep now. Here's a thought. Why not build cages that are snake tight? <laughs> I didn't build the racks. It's not my fault. <laughs> That's, that is true. That is but true. you paid for them. <laughs> you paid for them. Oh, well. Can them. you imagine if I had snake get out like you did? Fuck. Oh, my God. How much money have you spent on lost snakes, Justin? Ooh. Nothing, because I found them all. Oh, okay. All of them? Except the first rhino rat, that was different. <laughs> okay, okay. Jeff, you're picture nerve. Uh, is, is it just like a Carolina thing to have snakes get out? Is that why they're going to ban venomous in the Carolina? Whoa, whoa, <laughs> Shots fired. No. Shots fired. No, all three rhino rats are accounted for. Thank you. All nine corn snakes are accounted for. Billy's satanic colignathus <laughs> is still.
still intact. Like, hey, my apodora got out, so I can't talk. My apodora also got out. Don't sweat it. <laughs> there are two. Hey, it's strong. an American thing, Scott. It's not even just me or a South Carolinian thing. It's. But my room is escape proof, so it got out yes. of the cup. Mine is now too. Room. So wait a minute. So let me ask you this: How did the apodoras get out? I don't know. I wasn't in there. I'm. I'm guessing it pushed itself out I don't, somehow. So it's I guess they think it's a proper door, wouldn't they? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a drop down with three notches. So yeah, what, I was they looking, get a pass I was looking on the ground. Strong? It was yes. up here, just looking at me. And I looked up, oh crap, that's an apodora. <laughs> you know, trying to stand up, it bit my hand. It was a good time. Good yes. Time. So last oh, year. So you got I, oh, the worst bite I'd ever had. <laughs> <laughs> so you got penalized for it. You got penalized for it as well. Exactly. She's like, "Yeah, you won't do that again." Okay. <laughs> so last year during the Daytona Expo, actually, I was I was down in Daytona, and um, for some reason, I I don't know why, but the day before, I took my Apodora out and put it in a thirty-two quart oh, to no. feed while I was servicing the enclosure. Come to find out, it had got in its way out of that 32 court while it was still clasped shut. So here my girlfriend is calling me saying, hey, there's a snake by the the computer printer. What do I do with it? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, go get snake hooks. Put it in the bucket as soon as you can. How big is it? At that time, it was maybe four to five feet in length. Okay, that's not oh, too bad. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Super manageable. Ours is about yeah. like 10, 11 it, feet right now. Yeah, see, if it girl. does that this year, I am fucked. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> how, many, how, how many of you guys keep live bearers? Oh, boy. Um, uh, wait, one, one two. None. How, how scary is it when you find something that wasn't meant to be gravid or you didn't think was gravid and then you open up the enclosure and oh there's a baby tiger snake like fuck okay right now we need to work out whether we've got all of these baby tiger snakes still sitting in this cage where yep, mommy is. Yep. how many were there <laughs> I, i've got a pygmy rattlesnake right now that's a wild collected and i swear that thing's gonna drop babies any day now it is super gravid I opened up a cage that had death adders in it, and I thought she was about two weeks off. And I looked at it, and I've, as I've opened the cage, like three baby death adders fell down onto my lap. And I was like, what the fuck? That's not good. <laughs> Talk about a wake-up call. But, and Ty was like, I fucking told you to move those. And I was just like, I've got nothing. I've got fucking nothing. <laughs> uh, but I have, some, anyway. I have a couple corn snakes get out, and that's... Whatever. That's a big deal. Have you, have you right. Getting a bite from a baby death out is like getting bitten by a baby corn snake anyway. <laughs> Don't do that at home, kids. Have you guys ever have you guys ever put packing tape like <clears throat> against the, any of the like smaller ventilation or the in between the panes of glass because you have the inclination that something might be gravid and then you come into the room and there's like four babies stuck to the tape? Oh yes, no. I know. Yeah. No. no, no, I use yep. I just use yeah. wet weather setup. Don't you just stick a glue trap in the bottom of the cage, well. Phil? It was garbage idea. <laughs> Look, it, dude, it worked like a son of a bitch. They didn't get out. I caught yeah, it. I had to use oil to get it off. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just Pam. No, no, it's just packing tape. It's just packing tape. Oh, well, we use Pam works really well. Like no, no, I use I just use clear packing tape, and baby squams just peel right off of it. 
squams. It's like catching flies. I went to a person's house, right, for a call-out, and I caught a baby Eastern Brown, and they're like, oh, are there, are there more here? And I'm like, nah, nah, you just get babies. Here. <laughs> get Fucking woman rang me back ten times over ten days. Every day, I've got another one. It's like, <laughs> every time I go through it, yeah, she had a clutch of eggs that was laid in her garage, and no one knew about it. I didn't find the clutch of eggs. She eventually found the clutch of eggs six months later and sent me a photo of it going, hey, what do you think these are? Oh, there boy. were 22 oh, eggs. Boy. We only caught 10. Oh, so man. there was an extra 12 brown <laughs> That's awesome. You know, what do you do? Brandon, if the scrub got out, I would know as well because he's everywhere. He'd be up high somewhere. Well, let me ask you this uh, uh, to those of you keeping live-bearing animals. Do you, when you know the female is close to dropping, do you move her into a sterile enclosure or no? Well, we keep our demerals, you know, where she's at. Those are Just big babies. That doesn't count. Okay, for I shift them into a I shift them into a tub that I know is baby proof. Right, right. And that way, then I'm not. Then I don't stress. So, yeah, but like Derek, you know, Derek. We've got. So right now, I've got one live bear that may be gravid. The, the pygmy rattlesnake that I'm really, I'm sure, is gravid. Let me get some pigs. She's uh, she's in an enclosure right now that babies definitely cannot get out of. Um, but as far as everything else that I'm keeping, that's not really a concern or a worry that I have because everything I have is either way too young to be gravid or by the time I get there, I will have more experience under my belt and be better prepared for it. Yeah. And Scott, the part that you got the part you got to be worried about, though, and I found this, is I've had three instances of parthenogenesis and death adders, mm-hmm. and yeah, one in Tiger. Are you for real? So, for right now? Yeah. Okay, speaking of live-bearing animals, are... Wait. What did you say? You she got tomorrow's babies. Right now? Yeah. You're fucking with me. Go look. What? You're fucking... Go look. Say it on the fucking mic. Yeah, we got tomorrow's babies. That's cool. See the power of Scott Hyper, the glitter sender himself. The glitter sender. sender. But Scott, what were you gonna say before I cut you off, buddy? Um, So we've had three. We've had a number of cases of parthenogenesis. So it's not even putting stuff together and knowing that something isn't gravid or something is. We've had stuff that is gravid that we didn't know about it. You know. Here, take some pictures. Ah, Henry. Henry is asking about those babies from Matt. They aren't at our house yet. I've paid for the fucking things, but I haven't got them yet. Uh, so, so he's been a secret squirrel. We, we picked Indra. up Ingram. Nice, awesome. We got Ingram Dude. now. So, fluorescent so cool. orange brown snail. Awesome. So, yeah. Um, it looks like actually, it looks like we got a taipan that's going to do um, a either retained sperm clutch from fourteen months ago, or that'll be a partho clutch as well. So. It's going to be a pain in the ass. It seems like we've had three Taipans. Look like they're pushing eggs. They're going to be pushing eggs. Oh, that's year. pretty. So, I mean, those are huge. You don't have to worry about those escaping. Look at that. Wait, did, was that? Did Jesus. that just get born? Just, that was just born, like just within the born. last. No shit. Like, like in the last, yeah, two hours. This was just born. <laughs> oh, that is pretty. 
What? <laughs> Justin, put that full screen, please. Oh, oh my yeah, God. I keep forgetting I Okay, I'm not alone. You guys are liars. That's that's go, two months old, no. man. Yeah. Oh man, they come out big. That's awesome. Where's where's all the goo? Uh, no goo. They they like shed out. This, you know. Right away. Right away. This one's really pretty though. Yeah. Wow. Oh my that's gosh, this amazing. is awesome. Too We've been waiting that's so awesome. long for these guys to like for our big female to to give birth. Oh yeah. Yeah. Even so How many is she gonna have? I don't know. The last girl gave us ten, so yeah, oh, nice. it, it varies. I mean, I saw at least I saw at least eight in there. They come out the size of an adult sand. That's going to be right. <laughs> you know, yeah. these things oh, are nuts. That's, like, that's, like, that's like what forty grand, fifty grand, right? At least, yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. That's though. Funny. The thing is, eat adult man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and they'll eat like the next day. Like I accidentally yeah, offered yeah, small rats tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, right. Super cool. Though. No, none I'm of them happy. are for sale yet. So no. Ah, ah, oh, damn it! I need a female. <laughs> so does everybody else. <laughs> Super cool oh though. Oh my god! Yeah. I'm glad I could show you guys. This could happen on the show. That's I awesome. know. Yeah. The, um, how, how big is the girl? Uh, she's she's 12 years old and she's about 10 or 11 feet. Yeah, she's big uh, girl. Eating large rats. Yeah. So yeah. once a month. Is there, guys, is there a way? What's the, the size of an olive? <laughs> wider, yeah. Much wider. Yeah. <laughs> Is so there a way you guys can bring the camera over? Uh, let me try to bring the camera over. Let me see. Do you guys like pop them or do you probe them right out the gate or do you wait? Uh oh. Uh oh. Damn it, Phil. That was a bad idea. Damn it. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, I'm pretty sure you can go by tail size, just like Bittis. Okay. Man, that thing's well, that is fucking gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Fucking tree bowers, eh? Have you switched you to go. drinking bourbon right out of the bottle now? Uh, yeah, my, not. my ice has melted, so there's no point in watering it down. <laughs> I love it, Derek. So, I love it. So I must go, unfortunately. And I didn't really rant too much, which was always off. Uh, oh, always disappointed. <laughs> You, you gracing us with your presence is good enough. Sir. I mean, look, it made babies happen. So it you're did. a miracle worker. Legit. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, that's fantastic. I'll get on more calls. If they're going to get more babies happen like that, that'd be great. <laughs> the, the female heard you were coming on. She said, oh, man. And she just, just quivered. Just quivering. Don't be wow. surprised if don't be surprised if Eric and Owen call you like tomorrow the next day and schedule yeah. you to come on just yeah. to get some fucking babies. Yep. Fucking hell, eh? I didn't realize those babies were so big in that. Yeah, they're huge. Oh, How yeah. impressive and, and, is that? Look, man, I've never bred them, but I don't remember them being that big. What's up, I everybody? Mm -hmm. so, I don't know how to flip the camera on my phone, so I'm not good at that, but. So wow. Look at that. There's a, possibly a stillborn. Or, no, it's moving over there. Oh, so, it's um, so there's a couple over there. That was really pretty. This is mom. Look at that little guy what just hanging on the log. Why would you keep fucking bullpothing? Would you keep something like that? Exactly. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so that two people that have like a room full of blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I don't care. Billy Scott, really? I'm just kidding. That's, that's, that's better than a bullpoth. Yeah, I agree. 100%. That's just I agree. That is awesome. 
How long is the gestation? I've only ever seen one of those in my time. And I thought it was an adult and it was like six feet long. I'm looking at this thing going, holy Mom and baby right there. That's cool. That's That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Hey, the uh, the baby that you pulled out, does it have a chin patch? I believe it does. Let's look. (laughs) What does the chin patch mean? All of the... Most Demeros we've had, all of them that we've had, I've had that chin patchy. Yeah, can't really see with the camera. Yeah, I mean I can see it. Is it there? Yep. 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 You can see it. Yeah, it's, it's, there. So what's it's the, there. So what's the function for that? Do they sit down in the leaflet on it just with their nose sticking out, and that way, and it's like it's camouflage for the nose just sticking out in the leaflet? Because they'd, they'd be an ambush feeder, yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. they're like a citizen boa form. There's a report of them, you know, like being in the hanging out in the water and then. You know, just waiting yeah. for something to come by. So that was pretty cool. So if, they, if they're sitting there, they, their head would have to be sort of slightly elevated, right? Yeah. And it yeah. would make yeah. sense to have melanin on the bottom of the chin. Otherwise, you'd have this little white white patch in amongst the leaves, and shit would see that. So there's probably a, a, a functional reason for having that chin patch. Well, I never thought it, of it that way. It's yeah. actually it's believed that the first dumerals that were brought into the country legitimately. Were, in, were inbred so much from the same original parents that they all the babies had that patch on the on the chin, and because of that, every single Dumerals in the United States, in some regard or another, has that chin patch. While as I, from what I gather, a lot of wild specimens don't have it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and because okay. they're protected, they can't bring in new ones to diversify the gene pool. Oh, yeah, there's a little bit Are they protected like Rascal Pythons and Owen Pellies and shit like that? Are protected or? Yeah. 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 So in other words, you get them all the time, anyway. Ah, uh, no, I wish <laughs> there'd be less chimpanzees. Oh, Scott, little male olive python that hates me. So, Look at him. Yeah. He's ready to That's murder. Nice. He's going. He's going. Are you going to feed me? That's what that look is. <laughs> he's like, I smell uh, snails. Stick your hand in there and give him a tickle under the chin. <laughs> oh no, he'll bite my hand in a heartbeat. <laughs> but we're gonna go, guys. Uh, thank you for having us. Yeah, on. but it'll we'll make for good viewing. Huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, thank you. All right, everybody, take care. Take care. Oh, yeah. thank you. All right, bye. That's hey, that's sorry, I've got one other thing to say. Yeah. Sorry, go on, Phil. No, no, I was going to say that's one of the only acceptable reasons to leave the show early. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what were you saying, Scott? 100%. Mate, you guys have got to get that Lizards of the World book by Rhoda. Holy shit, that's got some work in it. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Um, 6,536 species. Every species is covered in the table. The table has reproductive information. Uh, mass, mass length, uh, habitat type, etc., 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 and there's an overview for each of the gen- genera as well. Um, very, awesome. very impressive book. Awesome. Um, the best way to describe it is like a phone book with no pictures. So, it, I, like, we picked it up. I was thinking, oh yeah, it's going to cost a pretty penny. It was like a hundred and seventy dollars Australian. I think I got it for, and okay. worth Stop every cent. So you guys are probably over there. You probably get it for like eighty bucks. Okay. <laughs> Definitely check it out. So, um, yeah, give it give it a run. When are we doing a book? When are we going to do a book show? Uh, I guess that's got to happen soon. Maybe we can do that next week. Yeah, yeah we'll see what's going on. I uh, we got we'll a couple have, other we'll people lined up. 
Yeah. The dark yeah, well, as long as we can read good. Yeah, well, that's what you have pictures for. That's what pitches are all about. So anyway, all right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start driving. I'm gonna get to another bloody meeting. So I'd rather stay here and talk shit with you guys, and that's a lot more fun than me telling people what to do. Pimping ain't easy. So, yeah, you know what though, it's gonna be fun because I'm gonna be in a foul mood, and so they're gonna have to cop it. <laughs> so, so, Godspeed yeah. to those poor anyway. bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Have you nice fellas? See you. Thanks, Scott. Did you see the pictures that Bill forwarded? Yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. Oh no. I don't I don't I don't think it's real. I think it's more bullshit because that's like the fourth one of those I've seen this week. Oh, no. Yeah. Basically oh. someone basically someone saying that uh, a uh, non native to the United States venomous is loose in a particular city and oh, then no. you look at the photo and you could tell by like the grass and the terrain that it's clearly not the United States. Uh, and then later on it's pulled that it's from a snake ID group from some foreign country on Facebook. Of course. So, yeah. Jesus. It's just people making waves, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'll bet you I mean after the the whole, you know, recent thing, you know, it wouldn't surprise me one bit if like PETA well, and right. some of them started trying to pull that of kind of stuff. Hundred yeah. percent. And I know one good thing talking about FWC uh, in Florida is uh, FWC has a rule that any potential lead for a possible escape of a non-native animal, uh, they fully investigate. And I actually had a phone call about 10 years ago. My inspector called me. He goes, hey, man, uh, do you keep any king cobras? This is before we had like record keeping and stuff. And I said, no, I don't do kings. He goes, are you sure you didn't lose one in your city? And I was like, no, why? No, I would know if I lost a king cobra. Mm-hmm. He says, okay, because we got a somebody put a, a, a lost snake ad on Craigslist, and it said, my 15 foot king cobra answers to the name of Fluffy, likes yep. to be petted on the chin, yep. and then they showed a picture, and it's clearly a 65 year old Indonesian man in the jungle. With a wild freaking king cobra that's you know fourteen foot, so oh so yeah, they investigate everything. I, I yeah. just the problem is is that people are going to see photos like that and they're going to oh, jump on yeah. it and they're, it's going to spread like wildfire and make it worse anyway. Mm-hmm. So it still cracks me up that you smoke camel crush. I love them. I'm a camel man. <laughs> so. Sold those to a lot of chicks when I worked at Walgreens. They were. They are delicious. That's all right, man. I'm on that worm dirt. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> we're two and a half hours already. Yeah, already. Time Jeez. flies when you're having fun. Yeah, it does. Phil did just pop that menthol ball. Yep. With your goddamn teeth. Well, how else are you supposed to do it? <laughs> like, put it between your thighs and like. I mastered it. Anyway, Derek, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. The one, the only Quartalis Cowboy. That's me. That's him. Yeah. With your fingers. That's no fun. (laughs) So. I'm sure the snap isn't as satisfying. Not quite. Not quite. What snake is that, Derek? Someone said Doom Rolls, so I had to. Oh, Oh, there you go. There you go. (laughs) <clears throat> nice. Good stuff, yeah. man. Good stuff. 
Those are cool. All right, y'all. We will be back Thursday for THP episode 130, I think it is. So Yeah. It'll be a good show. Pretty excited. Um, I'm sure we will talk to most of you at some point between now and next week. And we'll see you at Daytona if you are going. Check out Gendra at Puget Sound Pythons, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all that good stuff. See you later. Bye.